Start the tape rolling. Let's talk about my teeth. Mm-hmm. Teeth. Mm-hmm. Talking teeth. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have your old teeth? What do you mean? Well, you kept teeth. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I do, do too. We both have teeth. I have. I still have all my I teeth, my but teeth. some of them are in little boxes. Same here. Yeah. Mine mm-hmm. are in little uh, envelopes. How old were you when you had your teeth pulled? I don't know. Maybe it was like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, hmm. something like that. I was a teenager, so I was just like, throw them out. Really? Why? Why don't you want to keep Garbage. them? Garbage. No. Come on, they were part of you. No, they were not. supposed to be with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, they failed miserably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you tell us. That's right. I feel like there's a board game we'll be able <laughs> oh, to play sometime, and we'll both use our teeth as like tokens going around the <laughs> I think as I think as a teenager, you're looking, f- you're looking forward, not backwards. You know? Well, come on, you and grew them yourself. And towards freedom. <laughs> And as an adult, you have a different perspective on things. Those are your bones that you grew yourself that were supposed to be with you till till you died. Yeah, I saved some of the girls' teeth, but the problem is that I didn't differentiate whose teeth they are. So now oh. I just have this, this jumble of teeth. I just feel like throwing them away. They're kind of <laughs> well, gross. Well, you anyway. just take the girls and just go like, put this in your mouth, see if this fits. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. Hi, I'm Ian Boothby. And today we're joined by a uh, court sketch artist who's going to be drawing pictures of Ian and I during the trial. So uh, thanks for coming on the show, Nina. Hey, it's me, the third dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. Yes. I'm back with a... I don't know if, I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but... Uh... No, that's what I'm called, so... <laughs> I have, uh, it's my gimmick now, so it I have to own it. appeared in the word balloon. That's true, the word cloud. That's true, The word balloon. No, I'm back with a... I called it that too. That's just what makes me laugh. Back with a slight lisp. <laughs> Hopefully that won't drive listeners crazy. Now, you've got you got a lisp because uh, you're a fan of old-timey cartoon characters, so you're yes. practicing your voices. <laughs> yes. Or is I... there another reason? <laughs> Are you well, ch- checking I mean... it twice? <laughs> Very good, you too. <laughs> now shut up. Nice mockery. <laughs> uh, no, I got. I just got Invisalign yesterday. So what is it? I don't really know what that is. What is an Invisalign? It's like an alternative to braces. Okay. And so it's like a non-invasive brace. Pretty much. Okay. Um, uh, it's like way more invisible, hence the name. Yeah. I mean, you probably can't tell that I have them in. Mm-hmm. If you look closely. So if you're a horrible you speech see. defect. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, I I literally haven't talked since I got them in yesterday. So. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking for the first time since getting into it. Did they say don't talk or have you just had nothing no, to no, say? No, no. I just haven't because I got them in and then I went home and I haven't talked to anybody since. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I live a very uh, lonely life. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so it's like, um, like think of them as retainers almost. Yeah. Just without the metal part. They're mm. plastic mm. and they, they're molded to your teeth, like upper and lower. And there's also like... Uh, sometimes there's aligners like I have them. They these are these little like tooth color things they attach. They bond to your teeth, and okay. then your your tray. They're called trays, like these things you put in your teeth. Yeah, kind of uh, kind of adhere to them, and they're that's like, what they're has like. To move. They're like mold, molded to your ideal mouth. Is that the idea of it? Or do, uh, do they of? slowly change? As they the, as slowly they change. So like I the ones I'm wearing right now, I'm, I keep them for ten ten days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And after 10 days, I switch to the next set of trays and the next set of trays. Every 10 days, I switch to a different set of trays. Until? Well. (laughs) How long does it have to go for? Um, For me, they said it'll be about 18 months. Okay. Okay. It depends on the person. Mm -hmm. So what they did first was they took a 3D mold of my teeth. See, I I had braces when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm a weirdo, so I like dental procedures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I didn't mind having braces, but the part I hated most was getting uh, mold in my teeth. Me, like, have you ever had that done? No, I have not. Okay. Have you? Nope. Okay. Never had braces. I guess you. Yeah, I guess you have to have something uh, somewhere orthodontal work done to get mold in your teeth. Mary had braces. When okay, she was so in grade grade seven as well. Actually, she had... did. She tell you about the the process? At she all? did not enjoy it. She didn't <laughs> enjoy any part of it. Well, how long do they mold your teeth for? How, what what goes well, on? It doesn't take very long. It's just like when they shove the whole thing in your mouth and they have to keep it there for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just like I have a a very strong gag reflex, so it almost made you want to throw up. That really hated that. But now they just use uh, 3D scanning. So oh, okay, just, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So they could also make an action figure of you afterwards. Yes, oh. of my teeth. Nice. <laughs> no, it's really cool because like they were just like they took a thing and they shoved it in my mouth and just moved it around and then they had a perfect. Uh, 3D model of my teeth, which he then I've had that done as well. But they didn't yeah. do oh, that yeah? thing where, yeah. uh, like in The Simpsons, where they show you how your teeth would be if you just let them go, like just popping through your. <laughs> no, skull. but I would have loved that. Ah, oh, that'd be so great. Morbidly curious. Ah, oh, that'd be very. <laughs> neat. What's the most uh, tooth stuff you've had done? The most tooth stuff I've had. Yeah, done? what's the biggest dental thing that you got? Well, I had a, wisdom teeth pulled. That was mine. Well, it was a week of because uh, before I had my wisdom teeth pulled, I had to get two teeth pulled. A root canal done, and then I went a couple of days later and had my wisdom teeth removed. Okay, and that was so that was a a week of an ordeal. Now, is a root canal as bad as uh, the p- public uh, sentiment of it would make me think? Uh, that? You know, what? I have a really weird pain threshold, so I don't know. Like, it wasn't that bad. Weird in what capacity? I don't feel that much pain. Mm. I know it's strange. Like the other day, I had a I had a red ear, and Lisa said, "Oh, your ear's red," and I said, "Oh, I probably have an earache. I just can't feel it, but I that's my ear turns red when I ha- get an earache." Mm. So it's weird, I know. Interesting. I, I have a high, uh, high pain threshold, too. That's why I have all these tattoos. And also why you like dental work. Yes. <laughs> no, I, it was supposed to be It's sore like a light today. tattoo. Yeah, kind work. of. No, like they said my teeth will be sore today. And yeah. I don't feel any pain at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I feel pressure, slight yeah. pressure, but that's yeah. about it. It's supposed to be way less painful than uh, braces. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I remember Mary had just got her braces in, then we went to, to Paris. And so she went oh. to Paris, and all she could eat there was crepes because her mouth was so sore. Yeah, she had that. It's, it has a name for it, like trans something. It's with your jaw, like right here where your jaw hinges, just by your ear earlobes. Mm-hmm. If she had this incredible pain in there from this uh, this uh, thing that you get, I guess from your, it's pulling on your mouth, and so it creates creates uh, pressure there. TMJ. Yeah, that's right. And she yeah. didn't enjoy it. Hmm. She didn't. So enjoy how long did you have braces for? Uh, I had braces in seventh grade for about a year. It wasn't a very uh, long time. Were kids cruel or were oh, they no, uh, no. nice? Okay, that's good. No, I didn't. Kids I, would like sign your braces and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really enjoyed having braces. In fact, I was one who suggested it. I went, oh, okay. I thought <laughs> to your they, dentist. No, well, no, like I thought they looked cute. So oh, I nice. <laughs> okay. went with my mom and said, hey, I think I might need braces. <laughs> and so we went to the dentist and they're like, okay, yeah, she, uh, I'm not sure exactly what was wrong with my teeth. I think I guess were if there was something wrong with your teeth, the dentist just didn't want. Oh yeah, I guess make money, you know? say, yeah, yeah, it's weird. You just uh, want some cosmetic braces <laughs> to look, look cool. Yeah, so we got it. We got That's it done. Funny. I mean, I got it done, and um, I know. I, I think I thought it was fun to like have different colored uh, bands on them, like getting to choose a color. <laughs> like yeah. I would match them seasonally. Like if it, was, if it was around Halloween, I'd get orange and black ones, for example. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And every like yeah, every time they got tightened, yeah, it was terrible uh, pain. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I I got over it quickly. And you know what's weird though is, before I got my braces, they pulled a tooth on one side of my my mouth, uh, upper tooth, uh, which I really enjoyed by the way, because mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool how I didn't feel that at all. Um, 
So one tooth was pulled on one side, but the other one, other side wasn't pulled. And I'm not sure why. And I feel like, so the reason why I have a Invisalign is uh, I have a crossbite, which means um, like the, the my bottom set of teeth are slightly shifted to the left. So to, on my right side, um, there, I have a bit of an overbite. And on my left side, there's a, a section where my uh, my lower teeth almost overlap my upper teeth. Oh, okay. Yes, and that's not good. And that's just going to get like worse as yeah. I get older. Yeah. So I, I've always wanted to correct it, correct this. And I almost feel like uh, maybe um, getting one tooth pulled on one side and not the other was kind of what caused the asymmetry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I always suspected that. Right. Because yeah. then, um, okay, so for a long time, I didn't go to dentists. And then I started going to the dentist regularly uh, a few years ago. And there, and that's when I got like my wisdom teeth pulled. Uh, my, my wisdom teeth came in just fine, by the way. Uh, but they recommended uh, pulling them in case it causes further complications because they're harder to clean and such. Um, and again, I had That's enjoyed. A weird thing, sir. It is weird. Like it wasn't necessary, yeah, but yeah. they recommended it. And hey, mm. I loved having my tooth pulled. So I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. Sounds like you got a lot of unnecessary <laughs> dental work. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know you've like linked things to uh, to Bill Murray and Little Shop of Horrors, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, which I finally saw for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that scene? Oh, I, yeah, I could relate to it. <laughs> I could see why people say I'm Bill Murray now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like it was it was cool. So. Um, (laughs) now I have more teeth to look at. No, that's great. (laughs) No, I win win. I actually, I do, I didn't, I don't mind dental stuff either. My only two things I didn't like was I didn't like fluoride treatments because they were cold Mm. and I didn't like that. And you had to put the tube in your mouth and I didn't quite get the way the tube was supposed to work. So when I was breathing, the air would just go up the tube and I'd keep my mouth tightly closed. And it was like, I'm dying. I'm suffocating. It's like, you got to leave your mouth open a bit, dumbass. And I found that out. But also, I didn't like the cold. I find that, like, dental procedures have gotten more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think, like, more and more, there's, like, better technology. Yeah, the the, so, the, the, the people I go really to now are fantastic. My biggest problem, and I've talked about this on the show once before, was they went, oh, do you want to watch a movie during this? I'm like, yes, that sounds great. And so, they said, well, let's watch this. And it was, uh, they put on Stripes. And it was all the dirty scenes from Stripes. <laughs> and it was just, like, all... Just filthy, filthy business with John Larroquette watching a shower scene. Yeah. Like, ah. yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't, want, I don't want to see this right now. You're all doing my teeth. And I can't say, Carter, you a shower? It's just a comfortable all the way around. And I'm like, I'm looking away. And well, so after that, I've always put on podcasts. They're not just listen to anymore. podcasts through it. No, they're not looking. Well, occasionally they'll look up. Someone will walk in the room like, oh, oh, he asked for this, huh? No! I didn't ask for hardcore pornography on the ceiling. God damn it. It's like the two scenes. I don't think Stripes quite falls into that, but okay. Uh, well, the only time I watch TV now is when I go to a dentist because there's a TV on the ceiling mm. and they give me the remotes so I can watch ah. whatever I want. I usually just default to say yes to the dress, though. <laughs> And then when they're working on me, I am. (laughs) When they're working on my teeth, I it's kind of annoying because like I'm like I can't see the dress. (laughs) What is she saying yes to? (laughs) I wonder if like then you watch yes to the dress regularly, you'll get that uh, flashback sensation of being at the dentist and be like ah yeah good memories the (laughs) yeah like well when I go to Bob's place he's he has Hulu and he has say yes to the dress so I would watch it there but then he's like can we please watch something else (laughs) (laughs) I did a podcast called uh, Fear of Science. I think is the name of it. And my topic was radiation. And so we had a radiation expert who was there. Okay. And uh, they were asking him, uh, when you go to the dentist, and they give you that lead apron, mm. uh, you know, and they leave the room. It's like, does the lead apron help? 
And this thing was like, oh, oh, no. But no. that's just because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a comforting thing for you to put on to make people feel like, yeah, it's fine. But, like, you could not wear the lead apron. It would be, like, no effect at all. It's, huh. like, such a small amount of radiation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd have to true. have, you know, have, like, hundreds of them done a day for, like, any effect at yeah, all. Yeah, that's why they leave the room. They're the ones who are actually at risk, not you. Yeah, but even, even the amount that they would get would be, like, nothing. But, yeah. you know, they're trying to make it, like, all right, safety, <laughs> safety first. But yeah. it is that thing of, like, the weighted uh field makes you go oh, i wonder if you calm. could just what if you could just say no thanks mm. don't need it i'm gonna try the next time i go all right i'll let you know what happens or say you no? brought, you brought your own and you just have a real stylish one you bring from home brought a beautiful own. leaden vest that you've it's all fancy and nice but, um i want to go back to my uh one tooth pulled thing. Oh, you want to go back to your story? Yeah. No, that's yeah. not how i think you I might keep... be new to this show <laughs> anyway Back. No, no. As a listener, it drives it drives you nuts when you mm. you guys start telling story and then go off to tangents and then you never go back to the story. I, <laughs> like I want to hear the rest of the story. Makes you nuts. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! Okay, go so all right, to, back yeah. to your tooth. So yeah, when I finally started going to the dentist again, um, yeah. they said, "Why did? Why is one side of your? Uh, why is there a tooth pulled on one side and the other isn't?" And I said, "I don't know." Sounds I've like always a, wondered a that. weird riddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're like, huh, that's weird. Because usually when you pull a tooth, you're supposed to pull it on the other side, too. So you don't cause asymmetry. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought back then. Now, do you remember, and don't say it on the on the air, but do you remember the name of your dentist? I do. From back in the day. I do, actually. Did you ever look them up online and see what their ratings were? Because <laughs> no, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've done that where I've like oh, had yeah? a bad doctor or a oh, bad no. dentist. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I remember their name. Let's just check this out. Now that you can see, it's like, mm-hmm, hmm. there's all the, yeah, this hmm. was... This was the way. Curious now. Yeah. Yeah, and then Old Doctor I... One Tooth. <laughs> That's what they call him. Yeah, it's yeah. also one of my favorite animes. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. Thank you. Very um, much. Yeah, and then when I went to the orthodontist to get my Invisalign, again the same thing. They were like, "Why is there only one tooth pulled, <laughs> or one tooth missing on one side?" What? Usually you're supposed to pull the other side too. I'm like, "Yeah, that's, that's what my dentist yeah, said yeah, too." Yeah. Why do they do that? I feel like it messed everything up. I feel like it threw yeah. everything out of whack in my you mouth. You may have solved this mystery, yeah, mm-hmm. and have a and have a lawsuit. But also, it could have made the, you the person you are. Yeah, how <laughs> you different don't know you how would it be. Yeah, you could have had having an asymmetrical. Yeah, yeah. You could have been working Cosmic. on like Family Guy comics instead. And <laughs> yeah. was, I think it's more different than that. It doesn't seem that different, really. Yeah. So, so, so somewhere else, drawing there, a different yeah. uh, character from a in an alternate universe. There's another character. version of me. Yeah, with two teeth, two pulled. teeth pulled out, and you have like this perfectly balanced life. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, it's just like totally it made me, uh, So, is that what made me twisted and who I am now? Yeah, or is this other Nina is very boring? A wrong. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Just a tiny bit. It gave you that slate. And the overbite right? made you love Simpsons Stop. characters. Mm. Because you could relate to them. You're like, oh, I see. They all got, uh, they all yeah. look like they had, like, and, and you, especially Mo, because he's got one tooth pulled. So it's like that character. Oh, yeah, the I one missing to. tooth. That's always distracting. It's, it is. Yeah. Do you know the he weird, only has it sometimes. Here's what I strongly dislike in, in animation is when you've got a duck and then for certain scenes he's got teeth and then goes back to having no teeth. But because they've got to have teeth it's to the make Donald that. Duck reference. Or a Daffy Duck. Or a Daffy Duck, Duck too. Or yeah. a Duckman reference. Or mm. a DuckTales Duck reference. Duckman always has his teeth. <laughs> Does he? Okay. Yeah, he constantly has like buck teeth. Then I'm all right with that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, when they just like the teeth just pop in and yeah. then like leave, and yeah. it's like, no, why is the duck got one teeth? And also, why <laughs> only occasionally teeth? These weird magic freaking teeth. It's gross. Well, it's just that you don't see the detail. They don't go close in on the mouth, but if they do that all the time, because mm-hmm. usually when they show you the teeth, it's like 
It's like a detail kind of thing. I was about to ask you if you could draw a Disney duck, but I realize you've done that professionally, so it would have been a dumb question for me to ask. (laughs) I did once. Yes. (laughs) My boyfriend didn't like it. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's how we met, remember? (laughs) No, I don't. I think he criticized my my cover art for the Disney Afternoon Collection. Okay. Yeah. Was was it specifically was... the Uncle Scrooge drawing that he didn't like? He didn't like or the did blue he have some and rescue rangers uh, commentary. Blue and uh, he said uh, the Uncle my Uncle Scrooge drawing looked off. Wow, <laughs> and that led to true love. It did. Wow. <laughs> so negging works. Thank you. Yeah, no shit. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's good to know. Well, you know, it is a te- recommended technique by all those creepy. Uh, People who, you know, yeah. those like... Those, I just uh, bought the game. I mean, <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was fine. And I bought the game. But Maybe it's because I, I replied and then he felt bad and he deleted the tweet and then he apologized. And that is happened. 100% what happens. Like, well, it doesn't all happen 100% of the time. So yeah, that's right. 100% But like time. about 90% of the time, if, if someone you criticizes you someone. and then you reply, yeah. you get that, oh, I'm a big fan. Oh, geez. Oh, okay. geez. You know? That's why whenever I, I, I catch someone criticizing my stuff harshly, I usually respond like nicely and say, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy this. And I think it really catches them off guard, almost like they don't know that we're extremely online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they don't know how to respond. Like, either they apologize or they kind of double down <laughs> on what they said. Yeah, and I, I started off doing stand-up. So like when I got heckled, I got heckled for real. So when I started to get heckled online, it was like, eh. <laughs> so you're not like in front of me literally booing or like yeah. inter- interrupting yeah. me while I'm doing my thing I, so it doesn't yeah. bother me as much. I find that like 90% of the time it's always if, 90%. if you <laughs> if you if you directly not I shouldn't say confront but if you respond to the person criticizing you nicely they don't know what to say. They yeah. usually will apologize and feel bad. Yeah. I find I that I think that's good. I find it more for me it's more 98% of the time the fair respond the <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. Wow, you had to criticize our criticisms of the criticisms. I think I think it's yeah, they, because they're the people that are passionate enough to respond yeah. in some way. Your problem is when people don't respond at all. That's when you're really in trouble. But if people are like you know up in arms a little bit, yeah. well, at least they're gonna buy the next thing probably, or you know, you're 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 all right. It beats apathy. It does. Mm-hmm. I would say, unless yeah. you know, it gets to a point where you know. Abuse. Yeah, there's someone from like a uh, an ELO band that's like uh, coming at you on your <laughs> well, on your page. It's, really it's one. Uh, it's one example I might think of. I mean, I just I, I used to like <laughs> not personal. Turn to stone. I used to uh, you know dismiss those people as jerks and like maybe yell at them back. You know, <laughs> like 15 years ago. Yeah. But um, no, I like to give people a chance now to like explain not explain themselves, but like okay, well, what if. What if uh, they found out that I saw this? How will they respond now? Mm-hmm. And usually they're nice about it. And um, like you said, in some cases, it can lead lead to uh, true love. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, everyone. I highly recommend this method. Yeah. Kill them with kindness. That's what I say. <laughs> Online nigging. It's the latest thing. Um, Not really the latest thing. No, it's brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. How it works. It's well, I, oh, okay. Well, and and uh, again, for the record, I think that was a fine Uncle Scrooge. And I can't draw a Donald Duck bill to save my life. Can you draw a Donald Duck bill? I can. Have you drawn a Donald Duck bill for this podcast? Yes, the parody? I did a title card with with uh, us as ducks. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Us as Donald Ducks with uh, the Alex Longstreth interview. That That's right. Okay. And we had uh, had a stinky dragon was like a sea monster in it, which is a second appearance of the sea monster. 
Yeah. When, when I, I was can a, think of. When I was a kid, like, I tried my best to draw Donald Duck, could not do it. Yeah. And uh, tried my best to draw Popeye, and I figured out Popeye. Oh, that's good. And then one day I went to a store, and they had a Popeye doll, and it blew my mind. Because it was like, <laughs> oh, you can actually see this in 3D, because oh, okay. he, he should not be able to work in 3D. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They that's, figured it out. And that's, yeah. that's my whole story. Actually, yeah. How does that work in 3D? I, because you, you give him bulbous, uh, ma- it's a symmetrical face. And then you can sort of angle the face a bit, and it sort of works. Oh, so he got good dental work done then? Yes, he does. He has good quality dental work done. <laughs> it's symmetrical. Did he get only one tooth pulled inside? <laughs> well, it, he did, but he has that pipe. It off. Oh it yeah. offsets the missing tooth. You know what? Have, yeah, have you just, seen yeah. like pictures of uh, like toddlers who didn't, never stop sucking their thumb or never stop using a pacifier? No, they have like a huge gap in their like in front of their uh, their bite now. There's a few ways to affect how your teeth. I, often, I noticed that people who smoke. Into their late part of their life, they'll often have pushed in front teeth from like pulling on a cigarette in their mouth, so it for it pushes against really the, yeah. mm. just that little bit of yeah, suction. it's amazing. But you yeah. do it every day, and you do it yeah. three or four times a day, or more. I don't know how. Frankly, I don't know how often people. I have smoke some a teeth that are that go back a little bit, and the weird thing is, I remember like my dad, who I'm not biologically related to, yeah. had exactly the same kind of teeth as mm. me, mm. and it's like maybe we just have British faces because I, I know <laughs> that I've got. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm very British in the face. Yeah, that's what I genetically was told. <laughs> British in the face. Yeah, I was like that's British got, in the face. You got that back from? Yeah, when I got you the Irish body and British face, <laughs> wow. and then it said underneath, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> Our condolences. Yeah, whatever you, you do, don't start drinking. So anyway, there's back a to my stere- stereotype that uh, British people have bad teeth. Where'd that come from? The fact that they have bad teeth. <laughs> do they? They have a different aesthetic there. Like here in in uh, North America, it seems like de- the idea of like dental correction was like really took off. Mm-hmm. But like you look at David Bowie's teeth, they are terrifying. Oh yeah, they're horrifying. Never they're just, taking a look. They're a mess. They can go in more directions than his career did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in in England, is uh, is dental work covered under national health, or is it? Uh, I just don't a, think so. Because because in Canada, it's not. It's not. Which yeah. is a stupid thing. We should cover mm-hmm. dental because dental affects your health in so many ways that if you're going to cover health, okay. you should do that. You should cover eyes as well. We should cover like eyes because your eye health does matter. Well, cover your eyes with your own hands. There you are. And also because you can tell sometimes if you've got some sort of disorders by your eyes. You can tell if you've got diabetes mm. or, or other things. So you should be able to like. Well, that's why when you go to the, the doctor, they look at your eyes. Do they? With their little uh, thingy. Their little I haven't had that happen scope. in a long time. Really? Well, no, you should, no one's you should go for a general. You should go for a general checkup. I, I have. <laughs> They've looked in the other bits, but I don't remember them looking <laughs> in my eyes. Do they use the little scope to look in the other bits? You know what? It wasn't a doctor. I'm wrong. <laughs> That's my mistake. It was at a Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. What a mix-up. Yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Now. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Just no, please. To say, uh, it's the same thing in Japan as well. Actually, a lot of like dental procedure is seen as un- unnecessary. Yeah, I think that's just a cultural thing. It's they don't. They don't I think it's and- cosmetic, but it's not. There's so much. You know, there and also, you know, to check for s- certain diseases, you gotta like look in the damn mouth. You should. It's not good. Look. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's like uh, a certain teeth aesthetic they have in, in Britain, but yeah. in Japan at least, like there's this thing called yaiba, which is just like the, the canines. And okay. prominent um, uh, canines are seen as very cute. Okay. And uh, usually they opt not to straighten those out. Some They, they even have surgery to make those more prominent. Oh, really? <laughs> to really? make your teeth more crooked yeah. and cute. I think I, I actually kind of had a bit of that when I was younger. I don't have that anymore, unfortunately. They also... Um, you say unfortunately? Unfortunately, I don't have those anymore. The cute... Yeah. Uh, regarded as cute in Japan. I was going to say... Well, fangs yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, 
that was probably part of your braces. Yeah, they, they also like sharp, like dull down my my canines. Hmm. Oh, they said, oh, these are too sharp, but they dull them down. No, that's fun. I know. You want that? I know. When I was a <laughs> kid growing that? up, I wanted the sharpest canines. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, I want the vampire teeth. It's pretty guess, cool, right? I guess mine were dull down too. I'm feeling then they're flat. I don't know. I could probably mm. hurt someone with mine. I don't think. I'm not yeah. going to sweat it. But yeah, like, like crooked teeth and a bad bite is not just cosmetically wrong, though. It's just it can lead to a lot of problems. Sure, sure. From what I've read. So yeah, I think it should be fixed if you can. But I don't know if it's it's hard to tell. Like when I look up information about how much um, teeth and bite accept, uh, affects health, I'm like, is this all just... Uh, a big scam put out by the dental uh, yes. association or what? Ian's fallen for it. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say because I can see how, you know, bad teeth can affect your overall all health because you t- use your teeth every day. Yeah. And, and you, you bite want, down every day. If, if nothing else, checking for oral cancers and whatnot. I mean, that's, you want like, you know, to be checked out regularly by someone who looks everywhere and, and, and sees that kind of thing. But I think there's some connections between teeth and, and heart disease as well. That, really? Yeah. I believe that is true. Hmm, I will, okay. I will, I will say yes, that's true because <laughs> okay. I have been told that. All right, you know, which is one of the reasons you've got to floss. Like, why does it matter if you floss? It matters. Your oral health mm. affects your heart. It's it's uh, not. It, that's true, actually. But it's not. It's because there's a, a microbe in the plaque that can affect you. It's not. It's not because of your teeth. It's because of the the actual okay. gunk you get on your teeth. But you are saying do floss. Do floss. I don't floss myself because I'm an I- idiot. But you should floss. Okay. Don't do what Dave does. What would Dave do? Do the opposite. Are you too tired at night and you, so you don't want to floss or you just don't like no, it? No, it's painful and I don't enjoy it. My teeth are really squished together as well and I okay. don't like it. Well, it's, if it becomes less painful if you start doing it. I know, also, <laughs> but Dave, I don't want to go through the pain. Dave, Dave, it's not painful. Dave, let me also say this. Floss yeah. technology has gotten great. I know. Like you go to the you go go to your drugstore and just see the sheer amount of floss. It's too much floss. <laughs> but there is floss. It's like the gentle floss, the oh, hugging yeah. floss. Yeah. Like the, oh, you just, mm, it's, it's a treat. Give yourself a mouth massage every I'm night. I'm mostly yeah. kidding about the painfulness is it doesn't bother me it's just more, take I some just baby lazy. oil squirt it in your mouth I then take the mouth massage yeah. floss oh, what about a water pick i heard those are really good mm. yeah it really works on corn from what i've seen yeah they are i go like my corn is pretty dirty now that i'm thinking about it i would like this just for the corn <laughs> oh i should check it out my corn is dirty as well is that a euphemism? It sure is. Okay. But what it always seems to be the case whenever they do research on this kind of thing is like the amount that you would uh, save on overall health problems by like, you know, covering dental stuff. It's like, yeah, just do it. But everyone mm-hmm. goes, oh, yeah, money, taxes, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, people say. Also, if you're vain, um, like bad teeth or a bad bite can really affect the way you look too. Yes. That's actually like one of the main reasons why I wanted to fix my bite. Because like we're all born with perfectly symmetrical faces, and then as we grow up, and depending on what we eat or what we do, like sucking our thumbs or whatever, the way even like sleep positions, whatever, yeah. that affects the way we bite, and then that can that just changes how our face is shaped like drastically. Hmm. And like I, I feel because of my crossbite, like I have an asymmetrical face, and I'm hoping fixing my bite will fix that. But here's the thing: you found love, so let yourself go. Yeah, like like <laughs> no, just trying to improve yourself that's not how at this feel. point. Oh, <laughs> take it easy. No, let no, it go, no, no, man. Take it easy. Yeah. yeah, that means I have to. Um, Time uh, to coast. <laughs> I have to work even harder on my upkeep. Oh no, no, oh, you've got this true. completely yeah, wrong. Really no, mixed up. take it from two married suckers. <laughs> that's right. I have let myself go entirely. Uh huh. 
That's why we're doing a podcast, so we don't have to yeah. be seen. <laughs> you know, divorce exists. Does what? it? Wait. Oh, well, shut up. Don't tell <laughs> Not in Canada, it doesn't. That's more That's more an America thing. <laughs> that's right. Now, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the topic. Is that okay? Have we done enough of this? If, if you mm, both if you both let yourself go, then it's 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 like you I just want to make sure we cover this because it's a cool thing. Oh, okay. All right, and people are still listening probably at this point, so it's a cool what? thing to talk. People about. stop listening at some oh, point. Yeah, I stopped <laughs> listening, and I'm in in the show. Well, of course you do. Why, why would you want to listen to yourself? That's terrible. Um, you had a California adventure recently. You went to California. Yes. You went. I to did California not. I didn't adventure. go to California. No, I've never been to California adventure. Okay. Oh, no. well, it's pretty good. Does that oh, still yeah. exist? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's still there. It yeah, just yeah. seemed like a weird thing to go to California it's and then like, you go into a park and go like have a California adventure when it's like yeah. everything's California. It's, kind of, it's land kind of, of chocolate and you're like getting a No, a, it used to be about like experience California in California, but now it's all just Pixar. Again. It's all Pixar. Yeah, it's stuff Pixar. Now. It basically has become Pixar land. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. Like the cars thing is apparently really great. But when I went, they had like uh you could go in like a rapids ride like a pretend thing like the rapids oh it was really fun take a lot of room and it was really wet making like i left that thing soaking wet but it was really mm. fun yeah that's right. a little personal you I like your pants? well listen guys <laughs> i didn't want to spring it up but yes i got so scared <laughs> I peed and my i pants. did and then disney yeah. said oh, well, I, thought, I, was meant, I thought you guys were taking this water splashing on me not that i peed myself but <laughs> yes i peed myself but they also have like um it's like i say it's changing now but when i went there it was still kind of in its california thing so they had like an end of the pier amusement park mm-hmm. that was, of course, Disney-fied. So, like the the roller coaster was like huge, and you and it was okay as a roller coaster. My feeling about the roller coaster was it was too long because you know, like the fun of too a roller coaster. <laughs> well, the fun of a roller coaster is it's scary. Yeah. Right. Like you're like whoa, whoa, ooh. But if you go whoa, whoa, for 15 minutes, you're like, Sorry. yeah, <laughs> Check I'm, your watch. I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. Once like, people have taken their phones out, they know that the roller coaster. Point, is. Like it's one of the ones that like shoots you off. Like you don't go clickety clack up a hill and then start the, you know, then you as you slow as you slow down, it gets more and more right. Yeah. Turny. It's one that shoots you off as fast as it can, and so you just go like oh, and that's fun. And then you go like you go zipping around for a bit, and you're like, "Oh, this is in, this is great, this is cool." And then there's the point where it has like the Hot Wheels thing that used to have, like that would push the cars forward. You know, like the two spinning wheels. Okay. You hit that, so it, it, it gets your momentum up again because you actually are slowing down too much. So it, it gets your momentum going. By that point, you're just kind of like, "I am done this roller coaster. Like I don't need to go on this anymore. I get it. It goes up a hill, down a hill, goes around a bend. I get it. I don't need it." Wow. Like, is there a theme to it? No, not really. It's just like an old-fashioned roller coaster is a theme, right? It's Weird. Like, it's supposed to look like an Weird old... Weird to start a new roller coaster that's old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, it has... It's called California Screamin'. So it has some... It has <laughs> okay, some well, that's the theme. It's got All some right. twisty turn. Like, it's got yeah. some things you go upside down. But the thing about a roller coaster you go upside down in, mm-hmm. it's not as scary as the one in the Peony. Because when the Peony does not buckle you in over your shoulder no it has like a simple bar that goes over your lap yeah it ties feels you like with literally the dental floss you. we were mm-hmm. talking about yeah, yeah they just put that around your waist and go eh, good, good enough, enough. Yeah. and then uh, and they go it's like is this safe yeah safe enough i think dental yeah. floss is more has more rigidity than what we're held in yeah. and then of course you know it flings you around and i'm tall so it hurts my knees but it flings you all over the place it throws you this it feels like you're gonna yeah. fly out of it but when you're on like the california screaming or any kind of variant of that you've got this thing buckled over your shoulders that's holding you into the into the roller coaster like it's not scary because you're not being flung around you're just like tucked into the thing i guess mechanical failure is scary i suppose this could fall apart and kill me yeah you don't want it to <laughs> stop while you're upside down well it's still you're just hanging there no not if you were upside down and you didn't have the straps in 
Then you oh, would die. Oh. Well, no, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I don't, mean, you don't works. want, you don't want those sort of things. But I'm, I just mean like, it's in terms of like how scary it is. It's just not that scary. So after a while, you're just kind of like, okay, I get it. I go up and down a hill. I go around and around. I'm done. Like, let's move on Does to the next Does it have thing. a big finale? Like, do you go down a I big thing at the I end? I don't think I remember. Take a picture of it? I really don't remember. I think I got right. so bored. I and forgot. by this point, also, you're <laughs> soaking wet from the previous ride. Um, okay. Okay. Possibly. <laughs> and then it also has like, um, it has like a, like a Ferris wheel. But it's one of those ones that you're in like an enclosed compartment and then they... Oh, move. wait a minute. Sorry. I thought that the roller coaster had a Ferris wheel. Oh, like no, the yeah, roller coaster too. <laughs> for so long that the roller coaster at one point just gets on a Ferris wheel and then you ride no, the I'm Ferris sorry. wheel for a while and then just I mean. like lets you off. That would be interesting. Be, yeah, yeah, they, also, cool. they also have like a Ferris wheel because that's like, that's like <laughs> part of like the old Palisades Park or whatever kind of thing. Mm. Or, you know, Santa Monica Pier or whatever. So then... But it, there's a slightly different because the cars in it, they... They move like to the inside and to the outside, depending where, where it is in your journey. And so it has these little, so you're kind of like rolling around in this. So it's a kind of, it's sort of entertaining. I don't know. It's okay. And how long before it all becomes Marvel shit? And I say that as someone who loves Marvel shit, but will it all turn to Marvel like very shortly? <laughs> I don't think so. I think because they have all the Pixar stuff going on in that one. Okay, no, right now Universal Studios has all the Marvel stuff. But they won't for long because it's got to go to Disney, right? I guess so. I, mean, I want to know what they're going to do with that. The mm-hmm. Simpsons stuff too. Yeah, that's right. The Simpsons stuff. They're all gonna move uh, over. Probably. Yeah, I don't remember there being. Like, it's been a while since I was there. I think we, was, we went there in two thousand six. Yeah. Did you do the Simpsons the ride? Family. Hmm? Have you done the oh, Simpsons ride? I have not been to Universal Studios since I was a little kid. Okay. So I've not seen any of the. Simpsons I've only stuff. walked around the outside of it. So I've when I around. when I went there, they had the Jurassic Park ride, which was really good. And then which, it was old, so I think they've taken that one out now. But it was well, mm. the Simpsons one replaced the Back to the Future ride, which okay. is why there's a reference to Back to the Future at the beginning of the Simpsons ride. I see, with the, Doc Brown showing up. They, huh. they do have the Jurassic Park ride, but it's called the Jurassic World ride now. Oh, okay, unfortunately, <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> replaced by an inferior version, World. but it is kind of fun, right? Because it feels like it's more and more catastrophic as you go through the ride. It gets more and more broken down. I've never gone through it. The ride starts to malfunction. Malfunction. I, 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 I went there when it, when it was. Like early '90s, so it's before oh, okay. Jurassic Park. Okay. I think we all need to go to Universal Studios. Yeah, hmm? as friends, it's fun. As friends on rides, I also went on the Mummy ride there, based on the Tom Cruise movie. Based on the Tom Cruise movie, which <laughs> hadn't come out yet, so it was really guessing. And the and they didn't have the giant mechanical pickle, as it turns out, which was a major part of the ride. I thought they've really failed. They're guessing on how this movie's going to go. I what? do not remember the mechanical pickle. What was well, this? it's not in the movie. I guess they thought it would be and put it in the ride, and then it wasn't in the movie. So it was a real disaster. It wasn't there at all. Excellent. Back to Nina. Um, speaking <laughs> so anyway. Of, speaking, yeah, speaking of interruptions, um, uh, you mentioned uh, the Simpsons ride. That's a tangent. Yeah. Back to uh, you. Uh, you went to – now, first of all, we met uh, through Simpsons because you worked on mm-hmm. the Simpsons comic book. And I worked on the Simpsons comic book and the Futurama comics and whatnot. We used to work for Bongo. Uh, but you you went down to an actual uh, Simpsons reading. Yeah. What was that like? That was really cool. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. It was a, a, a birthday bursary gift from uh, from Bob, my boyfriend. By the way, is, um, it, is it your birthday? It was your birthday recently. My birthday was on the 18th. So Happy 10 days birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, that's why I'm on the show now, actually. That's right. This is <laughs> our an annual gift tradition. to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Allow you're, me to you're talk on the show. Welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and our anniversary is on the 22nd of November. So it's a birthday anniversary oh. uh, gift nice. from Bob because he had the opportunity to go to a table reading. 
And he I'm got glad a, you repeated that because I thought you said birthday bursary, and I didn't want to ask what it meant. It's it's these new Invisalign trays. Birthday bursary. <laughs> birthday I bursary. I can't yeah. speak good right it's now. It's the time when Bob gives his bursary <laughs> yeah. to Nina. To, to Nina. Yeah, that's yeah. the way they do it, America style. Sure, makes sense now. Happy bursary. <laughs> so you went to so you went to the Fox lot for for a reading. Yes. Yeah, so it, um, it, it's it worked out great because I was supposed to be down in Berkeley, California, which is in uh, the Bay Area. Uh, to visit Bob that week, and um, the the reading happened to be around that time as well. So I was able to go down there, and then also fly to LA, which is like an hour plane ride away. That's right, yeah, yeah, and attend the reading. We were only there for like uh, in LA for like uh, thirty hours, and then we flew back <laughs> <laughs> to Berkeley, which was like really easy to do. Uh, cool. Yeah, that was awesome. We got to go to the Fox Lot. What do you think of the Fox Lot? I haven't been I'm, there. Since I'm amazed many, many by years. the lack of uh, security. Yeah, it's pretty loosey goosey, right? <laughs> yeah, you can just walk around. Like, cause I we... went pre 9 11, so <laughs> okay. you know, I thought I didn't know if it would have tightened up since then. No, because like when we went to, uh, so Bob and I, and also um, his podcasting partner Henry, we also went to see Conan um, earlier this year in February. So we went to the uh, this, the lot where they they filmed that. Mm-hmm. And that, that had, like, really heavy security. Like, we had to be with, you know, the person leading us around at all times. And even when I went to the bathroom, they had to have someone escort me. Are you sure? Or was that just a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was definitely a part of staff. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> so it was really, really heavy security. But, yeah, like, I, I guess they figure if you got past security to go to a, a table reading, like, you're trustworthy enough. Because not everyone gets to go to a table reading. It's not like the Conan show where anyone can get a ticket. Right. This is a, a special thing. Yeah, it's a very I don't, special I don't, thing. I'm not sure how you get an invite exactly. Start a podcast about The Simpsons, I guess. Well, like, in his case, like, he had just had on a guest who, who got to go to a reading. Okay. And they were like, oh, boy, I sure wish I could go to a table <laughs> reading one of these days. Yeah, it was yeah. really passive-aggressive. So what I've learned <laughs> two, is two things. One. Negging brings you true love, <laughs> okay, and being passive aggressive okay. gets you what you want. Yeah, and okay, then and then um, the, that same guest was invited yeah. again to a table reading, but he got mysteriously sick. Mm. <laughs> couldn't go. No, um, <laughs> he couldn't go for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and so uh, he he was like, oh, I, I can't go, but I'd like to give this invitation to the talking Simpsons guys. So when you and they also got to invite me as well. Oh, I have. Sorry, I, I did go. Uh, more recently, I went for a screening of the Simpsons movie. Okay, I did get to I did get to go for that. But the pre previous to that, I went to where well, they were shooting the X Files movie because I was friends with one of the lone gunmen, Dean Dean Hagland. Yeah. So that's but that's when it was fun because you could go to the New York set that was there mm. and just like lift up the mailboxes and go, ah, I'm strong. <laughs> Look at me. I did walk past that. I I didn't think you were able to touch anything. You're though. not. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I did anyway. It was fun. <laughs> Well, no one's watching, so... Yeah, Jim Belushi was shooting a new uh, show that I think had two episodes. But he was, like, shooting oh, shooting okay. one of the shows, huh? and it was like, Jim Belushi's right in there. And it's like, that doesn't impress me. But okay, that's still really cool, because mm-hmm. we're going to... Yeah, He I'll, was in Red Heat. It, it was true. But I did see the giant Simpsons building with all the, uh, the oh, Simpsons yeah, on it. Oh, yeah, with you... the, the songs that Akio Springfield yes. cover art. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah, the, the reading was really awesome. We almost didn't make it because of the terrible L.A. traffic. <laughs> That was I, – I had a similar thing. Uh, we were – who's the fella who um, was the editor of Famous Monsters of Filmland? Forrest J. Ackerman. P and, P and I uh, were going to dinner at Forrest J. Ackerman's 
the Acker Mansion. Yeah. Uh, and um, it turned out I had pneumonia, so it was good that it didn't end up happening. But we got stuck in traffic and had to miss it. Oh. And it was like a real drag, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, L.A. traffic will just mess you up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're not kidding about that yeah. stuff. We, I was going to make a joke when you said it's, a, it's an hour to fly down. I was going to say in three days to drive there. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty much so. It is terrible. It is terrible. As soon as you get to like, I seem to remember like we got to Bakersfield. And as soon as we got to there, it was like. This was at Christmas time, so it might be busier, but as soon as we got to Bakersfield, and this was in 2006, but we just drove like at a bumper to bumper speed, like no speed at all for the rest of the, and it was like, there's still like hundreds, a hundred miles to go to LA. It was just crazy. Yeah. And, and you, you, you know, when you used to read, like people would shoot each other, like, you know, in traffic, <laughs> like, well, that's ridiculous. Then you yeah. get there and go, where's yeah. my gun? <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. So, we were stuck in a, a left turn lane for half an hour at one point. Huh. And then after and they didn't want to turn left. <laughs> and then after getting past that, there was like a, just a bunch of winding roads through mountains. It was just like one lane. It was really bad, but at least we made it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I I wasn't sure how like the room would be set up, but like so imagine like a giant boardroom. Okay. With like uh, uh, couches on the sides, and then at the end of the room, a bunch of folding chairs. I thought we were gonna be seated on, on like the bunch of folding chairs at the very end of the room, but no, yeah. like you. So they had the the scripts on all, all the seatings, and your name is on the on the script as well. Wow! So we were looking for our names, and we were seated like in the, in the couches on the sides. Huh. So right behind, uh, you know, the important people there. Yeah. And we happened to sit right behind Hank Azaria, Julie Kavner, Matt Grading, and Jim Brooks. Hmm. Which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, one of those is your old boss. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got to see him again. Mm-hmm. I, said, I, I just I said like, oh hey, we um, we met ten years ago at San Diego Comic Con after I won the Eisner. And I'm not sure if he remembered me at all, but um. this is the weird <laughs> thing for me too. It's every time I meet him, it does feel so uh, Homer and Mister Burns. Yeah. And just like, I've worked for you for 20 years. <laughs> Do you have any idea who I am? Who are you? Well, Here's really... the clues. I've won an Eisner Award. <laughs> I've done this, this, and the other thing. Eh? We've talked this amount of times? Okay. I fine. don't expect him to remember I don't either, all, really. But that's why I explain, like, oh, we have met, and also mm-hmm. I won an Eisner Award. Did he feign that he knew you? I think he... I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to tell, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even expecting to, to meet him that day either. Like, I, I, I think he does... Tend to um, so he didn't be bring present your photographic every... evidence. What? We have oh, no. see, I, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> no, he, he does tend to go to um, every uh, table reading he can make. But okay. I was like, oh, what if I don't get to meet him? But he, he was there and got to take a get a picture taken with with him and Bob and Henry. Um, they posted that picture online. I'm I'm cropped out of it because I chose to crop myself. Yeah, out. understood. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I got like Hank Azaria being there was a special treat apparently. oh because usually he's in New York yeah but you used to run a, a Hank Azaria fan site okay. I didn't like I got to like after the, the reading I got to um get uh his autograph and I said oh I've been following I, I'm not just a fan of your Simpsons voice work I've been a fan of your voice work in general which he seemed to appreciate I, I also could have added that you know, I also followed his acting career for a long time. Also, I had a fan site <laughs> dedicated to him <laughs> in the late 90s. Uh, but I chose not to. I didn't want to Probably come for across the best, as yeah. creepy and pushy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a strange woman you were approached you saying, I had a fan Look, site dedicated to you? Here's all I'm saying is like, uh, I know negging works. I know passive aggressive works. So I'm thinking creepy. 
might get you like yeah. a friendship. Yeah. Like it all seems like all the negative stuff actually like uh, works out in your advantage. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, but you also, know. You can take I, all that negative stuff and put it together. <laughs> you're president of the United States. Well, I, I, I was thinking to myself, like, what if he was aware of it? And what if he didn't like the fact that he had fan oh, sites dedicated okay. to him? First of all, <laughs> he was aware of it. Yeah. Back okay. then. Like, there's no way anyone had... Mine like, was a, definitely the most comprehensive Hank Azaria He was site. aware of it, 100%. <laughs> and it was only... Yes. It was, like, one of, like, two Hank Yes, 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 uh, yes. He was aware of it then. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He was. It probably was the best that you didn't say, mm. you know, that it, that it was. Yeah. I've yeah. never met anyone back when the internet was starting who didn't immediately, the first thing, look themselves up. Right. And then if their <laughs> yours was the first thing that would come up, absolutely, yeah, this was, you know. this was, like, the, the old days of the internet when there weren't that... There wasn't that much content out there. Can you weigh back it and still look at it? Oh, yeah, you can. I don't recommend people look at it. I'm not going to say that people should because we're not saying the name of it. You can weigh back it. All right. We're not encouraging people to do such things, but uh, but interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a creepy site or anything. (laughs) It's just I really enjoyed his voice acting career. How about his live acting uh, career? It's interesting because I started that site because I enjoyed his voice acting career so much, but that was around the time when he was really trying to build up an acting career. And he was um, dating, dating Helen Hunt. That's right, yeah. And then he eventually got married to her and then got divorced. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's America and yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> if they so, had health care, they wouldn't get divorced. That's what causes most breakups. I thought I, it was dental. Mm, a little bit <laughs> a little bit each. I mean, I, I love his is live acting too but i was mostly mostly interested in his voice acting but mm. at that time he wasn't doing as much voice acting because he was really trying to do his live action stuff. so what was it like being behind him and hearing the voices it was really cool uh there, like other cast members that were there were dan casaletta yeah uh tress mcneil nancy cartwright was not there unfortunately so tress mcneil uh, read all of nancy's lines as bart right and, and then, tress, tress has a lot of characters on the show Oh yeah, yeah. Is she is she Dot in uh, Animaniacs? Yes, she is. Yeah. And she was also Babs Bunny in Tiny Toons. Mm-hmm. Best of both worlds there from that era. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Yardley Smith was there, who I also got an autograph from, and I showed her my uh, Lisa Simpson comic. Nice, um, because Ian, you recommended it <laughs> that I showed it to her, and she seemed to get a kick out of that. Yeah, I, well, I think what was happening around that time was the Disney Plus ads were coming up, and they'd cut her out of them. And so, like, they really? had all the Simpsons characters all dressed as, you know, uh, like you had uh, Maggie as Yoda and you had uh, Homer as Iron Man and, and Bart. And I think, like, uh, Lisa was, like, frozen or something. But they... Um, she I think she represented National Geographic. That's right, National Geographic. Yeah. And I think maybe March might have been frozen or something along yeah. those lines. But then, uh, like, they all said a line except for Lisa. And on her Twitter, she was like, what? I got cut out of that, but someone found like an earlier one that she did have okay. a line in. But okay. I could tell that she was kind of a little bit, mm, you know, yeah. not getting a lot of the focus. And I'm like, show her the comic that's like about about mm-hmm. her. And also, you did such a great job on the art in that that you know, probably get a kick out of that. And yeah, I just wanted to show like I have some kind of connection to this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so... In fact, my wife has a story in that as well. She, oh, yeah, Gail yeah. Gail Simone wrote it. She and didn't she look through it, it but... She... <laughs> no, that's fine. But yeah. you gave... Did you give it to her? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, you just showed it to her and then took it away. <laughs> she didn't ask to keep it. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting thing to Were they supposed to, to give do. it to her? I think it's... I don't know if she wanted to keep it or what. I don't know. It's just a thing. <laughs> hey, look. It's a thing that you're in. Okay, bye. Well, and I would have let her keep it, it if she asked. Well, mm, but, I but it seems like not a thing that she would ask. She wouldn't go like... Well, she gave it back to Hey, can I have that? Gimme. 
uh, you know, and said... Well, she gave it back to me. I didn't want to be like, do you want to keep it? Because then she'd feel bad if she didn't want it. She said... <laughs> well, you could just say, I'm no. leaving this on this table. Listen, you can mail one to her. <laughs> She's got like an address. She does a podcast called uh, Small Town Dicks, which is uh, about small crime. And uh, Oh, a true crime podcast. Wow. Yeah, but small... <laughs> I believe it. Small crime. Oh, sure, yeah. Small crime. Yeah. Anyway, but that's that's it was a really nice picture of you guys I did a together. similar thing when I met Conan... I showed him that I, I drew him once in Simpsons Comics. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was one of your scripts. Mm-hmm. You, you uh, wrote him in there, and because of that, I was able to show that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. drew him in the comic, and he seemed to like that, too. But I, I didn't let him keep it. I ripped it out of his hands. I said, this is mine. <laughs> yeah, I gotta Buy go, your own copy. I gotta go, I gotta go to the bathroom. Who's gonna watch me? And like, you! I'm like, come with me. <laughs> so Harry Shearer wasn't there as... Because he usually um, literally phones in his uh, mm-hmm. performances and usually isn't at t- table reads. But uh, Kevin Pollock was there to read oh, that's cool. his parts, which is interesting. Huh. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how often they have like celebrities like, celebrities coming yeah. just for a table read. He wasn't yeah. in the yeah the episode. Weird. He was yeah. just there to read as uh, Harry Shear. Is he a friend of one of the people? Maybe. Is he just hanging? He had a. Um, he could do with all the voices. He he brought yeah. his girlfriend, and she seemed to be a big Simpsons fan. Okay. She was wearing a. She was the only person wearing a Simpsons-related thing. Like, what a noob! Like I, I was like, "Oh, should I wear a Simpsons shirt?" I'm like, "No, I know that's too much. Yeah, it <laughs> is too much. Yeah, I know. I hope you wore a Sneaky uh, Dragon shirt." <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, actually, Henry wore a Simpsons shirt, but he was also wearing he wore flannel over it, so it didn't. Show. Yeah, tuck, tuck. Yeah, tuck it. Tuck it. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> but if it comes down to it, maybe it's appropriate to open <laughs> yeah. the buttons a little bit. Oh, there we go. So she was the only person. Uh, she was the only one. So I was, I was like, oh, maybe because she's a big fan, maybe he wanted to do this, so mm. he, she could, could be at the reading. Maybe. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but the, the script that they read, I don't want to like say reveal too much about right. it. Right. I thought it was cool how. Um, I can tell you later what the actual episode sure, maybe. sure, and then we'll talk. Sorry, about it next listeners. <laughs> Sorry, so sneakers. You were uh, left out of this. But did you find? Did, uh, okay, I don't want to say like, did you find it funny or not? Because then you, you no, didn't, no, didn't. it was funny. And okay. uh, well, the episode was called "Road to Cincinnati," so that was cool because it was Ohio based, and Bob is from Ohio, mm. Mm. and it had characters that um, me and both really enjoy. That's all I'll say. Okay. So like, it was a it was a perf- it was a really good episode. For us to be present for the reading for, and did the uh, did the room laugh at, at stuff? Oh yeah, a very Lo- lots of big laughs. Were the performers supportive of each other by laughing at laughing at things, or were they? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, that's really good to hear. Okay, no, they were super supportive, and even after the the reading, like Hank was going like hugging a bunch of them. I guess because you don't see each other very often anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was really nice to see. Well, that's super. They sweet. all seemed like they were really good friends. I mean, yeah, I'm really I'm really glad to hear that. Who was reading stage directions and whatnot? We don't know who that guy was. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't the writer. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, were all the writers there? Or just some of the writers there? I think all the writers were there, but I don't know what all the writers look like. Are they the ones who sit in the folding chairs? <laughs> no, they were at the table. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike Scully was there, even, um, even though I don't think he had a hand in the, the script. Mm. I think he likes to be there to be supportive. Okay. Because cool, Mike Scully has been interviewed by Bob and Harry twice now. So they got to see him in person oh, and that's cool. chat with him a bit. So that was and nice. I, I assume if it's like most 
table reads, this isn't the final final script. This is the you know they're going to tweak yeah, after yeah. this. You know they got to hear what gets laughs, what doesn't get laughs, and then just mm, 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 yeah. Mm. Someone was was taking notes to see like what got the biggest laughs. I think yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's never finished until like the the last the last second. Huh. It's always tight and tight. So, and so tight I can't and tight yeah. and I can't wait for the actual episode to come out. That is nice. Yeah, you'll read the script. Like I've I've got a couple like old Simpsons scripts because I used to like buy them. Uh, and yeah, you'll mm-hmm. see like how different they are than. Oh yeah, actual. I used to buy them too. Like, uh, where did you buy yours? I bought mine from Golden Age Collectibles. Okay, I bought one of uh, one of mine from there. I, I bought another from that like hidden comic store in Pike Place Market. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, do you remember what that one's? Called? I think that's also a Golden Age Collectibles. Oh, that's also oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and every time hmm. I go to Seattle now, I check to see if they have Simpsons scripts and. Um, I don't think it all sold out or what, but usually it's slim picking. They're all online now. They're <laughs> okay. all online. Really? It's fine if you really, if you want to read them. Yeah, they're okay, all online. Okay, okay. So, should do that. So when you saw the actual show, how different was it from the script that you had from the show? Um, there's a couple of different different lines okay. and, and what what have you. It's interesting. I always wondered, like, I'd be very curious when the episode comes out, if you find the episode when it comes out to be funny. Um or, you know, cause, cause I assume like even the episodes that people don't like and you go like, Oh boy, what were you thinking? In the room probably did well. And, you know, they, they clearly got laughs because there's no reason to ever go forward with something that doesn't <laughs> get laughs. Well, but then when, you know, it yeah, actually like shows up and you're like, Oh boy, you know, and again, I'm not putting down the show a little bit sometimes. <laughs> what have you, you know, what we're, you know, we're set. We're all talking. It's fine. It, 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 with the things. Um, but I do, yeah, I do like, think there's a certain amount of runaway train to it though, where you, you have deadlines. You have to fill a certain amount of air time. Yeah. And you're kind of like, well, this isn't working perfectly, but I'm sure we can fix it before the show. It'll be fine. It'll be well, good. Sure, you good do enough. run into good enough, I, yeah. I, I assume. But, uh, no, it's, uh, yeah. You think it's, it's gone below good enough? To- if you listen to the Simpsons DVD commentary, sometimes they'll say like, oh, this this episode did not do well at the reading at all. They got okay. no laughs. Yeah. Or they'll say this joke did get, got zero laughs at the reading, but now it's like everyone's favorite quote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the weird thing too. You and never also, know work or not. and also it's definitely for different ages too. Mm-hmm. Like whatever age you started to fall in love with the Simpsons at, that's the age that you will think is the best seasons. It's just like Saturday night live and just go Ugh, that season. But if that's when you started listening to Saturday night live, you're going to go like that or watching Saturday night live. That's the, that's the one for you. Really? And then you try to watch the, and then you tell them, Oh, Oh, watch the classic ones. Watch the monorail one. It's like, oh, what's really? this? It's so badly drawn. Oh, it's so slow. Who's that? What's this? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, because they've you know things have sped up and and, and uh, I can see that and things have changed. I can see that. I just don't remember that monorail episode of the SNL. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, me. Uh, you know boy. what's funny? Everyone is all three of us sitting at the table here have been on Talking Simpsons now. That's true. I bring that up just because... We're getting enough attention. Need to bring it back to yourself? <laughs> That's the way we're playing it. No, no, no I want to talk okay. about this, too. That's <laughs> all right. You were on Talking it's, Simpsons recently. We get that. it. It's just that the mm-hmm. show... <laughs> it's not that. It's just that the show uh, came out on the free feed this week. So. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. people can listen to it without having to pay to listen to it. So, so did you listen to it? No, I don't listen to the things I do. Well, let's really? play it for you now. <laughs> no, I, thought you did, I thought you did a very nice job. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. You got a lot of nice compliments oh, online. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Oh, I really enjoy doing it. People so. liked that uh, they got a, a believer on the episode about the Bible, okay. for one thing. Yeah. And someone said that you have a very uh, calm and soothing voice. <laughs> so other people say the opposite. That's funny. 
Now, you had not, uh, you didn't remember that episode when you were asked to, uh, to do it. No, I had to watch which it. Which is, which is the Simpsons Bible episode. Yeah, yeah. The three stories from the, three stories from the Bible. So it's Moses, Adam and Eve, Exodus, and David with a little snap, a little bit of Jesus appearing in, uh, small claims court, like a people's, people's court. People's court, kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. That's, and, but it's more, it has Bible elements too, but it's also like media parodies as well, because Exodus is basically, parodying the movie version of the ten commandments yeah which i've been trying to get you to see for years and Mm. you have never seen (laughs) and then um the king david thing is has a lot of like action action movie tropes in it yeah that was the weird thing about the king david one because yeah you think it's oh this is like a uh like a michael bay type thing that's how they're selling it yeah but then it does kind of become a rocky it did becomes i think it's more of an 80s uh film parody than it is like a yeah because i don't think there was when it came out, it came out in 1999, I think they said. Sounds about right. I don't even know if I was watching the show by that by that point. When did the show start? What year did it start? 1989. Yeah, 89. 89. Yeah. I think I was off the the train. I think I seem to remember stopping stop watching it when the girls. Sorry, I'm just trying to think. When we moved when we moved into the house, I was still watching it, but I think I stopped shortly after that. Just just time. And other things like Disney. well, you're in for a treat. There's a thing called Disney Plus. Yeah, it's got every episode I can, on it. I think I'm gonna start most recent to, and then go to the past. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the shows in reverse. That's interesting. Why? No, that's interesting. It's an interesting call because they're not really they're not really telling a story. They always they always resets basically every every episode. So you're not like you're not gonna go. What's There's happening? There's a bit of continuity, a little bit. Okay, I guess characters die because yeah, the Ned Flanders' wife eight died, right? Babies. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ned, coming up. Hmm. Ned Flanders' wife died, right? Yes. That's part of it. Yes, it was. Yes. Characters got divorced and then remarried. And then, yeah. I did not see that one. I just, I remember tuning in and then she was gone and I was a bit confused. You, you really get in almost every show that goes on for a certain amount of time, you really get to see when the writers start getting their divorces. Okay. You really (laughs) do get it and just like, oh man, women are shrews in these now. Ah, they're all getting their divorces. That's what's happening in the sitcom now. Yeah. Yeah. You can also tell when they started having kids. Yep. Way yep. more kid-centric episodes. So, yep. so was she dead when they did the episode where Bart breaks his leg and he's sitting in his room spying on Ned Flanders? No, she oh, was no. still alive. She's still alive well, for that well one. Alive, yeah. Okay. Do you know why she was killed off? No, I don't. Because a voice actress stopped working on the show because uh, she wanted to be compensated for her flights to fly to LA to oh, record, okay. and they okay. wouldn't. Oh, which I think is pretty terrible. Of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's making infinite money. Yeah, <laughs> infinite money. Like there's people are just, just millionaires just on flight. millionaires on yeah, millionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's not like it's out of your pocket. Yeah, you know, you're going to write this off. It's <laughs> fine. Just do it. For, yeah, uh, yeah. That seemed kind of uh, cheap. But what, mm. what was her reasoning that she was only just one character on the show? She wasn't a litany of. Characters? She was like two characters at least. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she um, might have been some side characters. Yeah, but it was mostly mm. mostly mod. And then, yeah, the way they kill her off is not great. There's a there's not an outstanding history of women and The Simpsons. Okay, like Mimi Pond did the uh, first episode, and then Sam Simon um, uh, did not care for women because he was going through a divorce <laughs> and did not like ladies and didn't okay. want ladies around, and so women didn't work on The Simpsons for a very long time. And it's just well, a lot. That's kind it, of the it little makes dark. Sense. He was the, he was divorcing all ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, that's a little bit of the dark history of the Simpsons that you do pick up a bit, mm. you know, in the in the in the in the in the show. And she yeah. was also on Talking Simpsons. Yeah. Oh yeah. She did, was interviewed. 
Yeah. All right. And so that's where you learned how she, <laughs> why she left the show. Well, she's always been open about oh, okay, that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, about how she was treated and that it was a Sam, a Sam Simon thing. But the other thing is the other people in the. Uh, oh, you're talking about Mimi Pond, not the actress who played Maud Flanders. Oh, Mimi Pond. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Mimi Pond. Uh, and, but no one really stood up for her and went like, oh, well, yeah. what do you mean we're not going to hire women? And it's like, yeah, yeah, they just kind of went that way. And it's like, yeah. It's different nowadays, though. It sure is. Like half I mean, the writing staff are women do, now? Women can do podcasts now. We can be guests <laughs> on podcasts. I don't, pod- I don't believe that. All right. But half the, <laughs> half the writing staff are, are, are women? On The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, there was some kind of article I saw recently saying in the, the current or up, upcoming season, I can't remember how old the article is, um, like half or maybe a little over half the episodes are written by women. Oh, that's great. Okay. I'm glad and when they say written by, like, it's always going to be, you know, the whole writing staff working on it, yes. whereas one person gets the their name, name on like, it. Credit. Yeah, it rotates around. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it's hard to just say, like, oh, it's half written by women, but uh, at least they're getting the credit for it now. <laughs> yes. That's, no, that's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, other, other, animated series definitely stepped up their game before yeah. before the simpsons did and but i'm glad to hear that that's that that's the case mm, yeah it was interesting going on the show because i'm like i say i'm not i've not seen the simpsons for a long time I'd never but you seen, read the comic books right i read all big, the comic big books, fan of, of the comic oh, we loved them the, okay, art, good. the art was great and what nothing you're looking you're looking kind of something it's up. all right you're all right i look fine look sad all of a sudden i don't know you should be happy for the artists <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for defending me. Bunch of pencil <laughs> jockeys. <laughs> but I was really kind of, I was a little nervous going on the show because I didn't, I don't really feel like I'm a Simpsons expert or anything. Like I didn't, I felt like I don't know what I'm bringing to the table. You don't here. have to be a Simpsons expert though. No, that's that ba- true. Those bases are well covered. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's right. That's why you're the guest. You don't host the show. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> you know? I would say a mistake people probably make on the show is trying to top the hosts. Mm. I'm just like, oh, you think that? Well, let me give you this bit of trivia. And it's like, they've talked <laughs> on, about this. On Talking Simpsons yeah. or just in podcasts in general? I would say like on Talking Simpsons, like oh, really? if someone comes on and like, oh, you know, uh, that character was this. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know, yeah, we know. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I guess you, that's true. You're telling medical <laughs> things to a doctor. Yeah, 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 they 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 know. They're being polite <laughs> about it. They're they're nice. Cause, but yeah, it's best that you come with your own uh, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not like a, a huge watcher of the show, but like that's I recommended you because of your knowledge of the Bible. It would have been perfect for that episode. Yeah, no, and that's why they also agreed. Yeah, yeah. Like David would be a good guest, and you cool. did a good job. Thank you. Thanks. And you got so, many compliments about yeah. that. So everyone out there, feel free to listen to Talking Simpsons. And it's free right now, so you can just yeah. download it and, and uh, start listening to the show. Especially if you're a Simpsons fan. I think it's quite good. I saw you... Uh, not uh, saw. <laughs> I heard you say. <laughs> I'm not peeking me through. I heard you. That is to Fine. say I've seen it. I thought, I thought Henry turned off the video camera. <laughs> I heard you say in the last uh, Seeing Dragon episode that... There was some Bible facts you want to drop that you held back on because you don't want to. Yeah, I, I, felt like I, 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 feel, I say you drop it. Like right, that's I what you're there for. I say drop it doing your Bible rap. Okay, go. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, they in can, Jericho, <laughs> I came to say they can always edit you out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do yeah, a lot yeah. of editing on their on their shows. Uh, so I say you should have just let it all go. It would be interesting to listen to it then because I could be like, oh, they cut that part out. Oh, they cut out what I said there. Hmm. No, oh. they they only fix like when people stumble over their lines oh, okay. or whatever. Oh, I never do that. What uh, <laughs> what Bible facts did you want to like lay down? Oh, it was more about Exodus because I always find it interesting that in Exodus it's not like that's God versus the Egyptian God, which is something that we don't really think about. That like the Jews or the idea at that time was that God was just a God amongst gods, and so it's like a competition. Like so, the plagues or the are like a, more of a series of challenges of God versus God. Of, you know, like our the Jewish God versus the Egyptian gods. 
which I think is interesting because like it's this you know when we think of the Bible we think there's there's only one God and that's how they thought of it and stuff like that but no like they you know the Canaanites had Baal and the Egyptians had their gods and that was like a part of the area they lived in and the Jews just kind of you know it's actually like a more later development that like nope just one God nope no other gods it would be one. interesting to do a Ten Commandments from the other side and like but if that God was right mm-hmm. and these guys were wrong yeah and just play it out that way and see how it so goes. slavery is good. Okay. Yep. I guess because God said so, and God was you know a crocodile. <laughs> and you can argue with that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they were in their religion that time because the, obviously the Egyptian Egyptian gods changed over time as well. So they weren't always like the animal. They weren't gods. wearing your heart, weighing your heart after you died with yeah, a, against a yeah, feather. Yeah, yeah. Different. There's different Ugh. different periods. What a lot of pressure yeah, that would be for sure. Like you know, all religions evolve over time. Here was the thing in that uh, Simpsons one. So it's all the kids, and they all have the toilets, and they yeah. pull it to the flush, yep. and uh, and 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 then it drains the thing. And you think like, oh, this is all a big setup for let my people go, mm. let yeah, people yeah. go to the bathroom. It's, yeah. a, it's the one line they don't use, which is the line in the Ten Commandments. This is all a huge setup for that, yeah. and they, it's not in it. And that's always bothered me. Well, they do they, because they have it as a joke earlier in the episode. What do they say? Because it has remember it, Lisa. Uh, makes um, Milhouse say it, but he just says in that really kind of like, let me people, people go. Let me people go. Yeah. Right. So like, he should then say it loudly, loudly and proudly then, and like, yeah. let my people go. But of course, they don't want to show a bunch of kids like on the can yeah, and yeah. like flushing. Yeah. So they all just uh, do the thing. Also, it makes no sense because flushing should add more water to the sea, not take it away. Well, where was this on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's times in the show where you, you just feel like you should sit back a little bit. No, you just say, hey, shut up. Shut up. Because they like negging. This is the important thing. Well, one Point of out them their does. Flaws. One of them does. Mm. I, I know. <laughs> Another one likes wrestling a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves wrestling. Uh, no, I know how you feel. It, it's especially hard when you're, like, calling them remotely. Mm-hmm. And you can't see them. That's so you right. don't know when's a good time yeah. to jump in or not. Yeah, I do have a real problem with that often. I was often stepping on their lines. So that, probably, that probably got cut out. <laughs> uh, that sorry, sorry. You, you say your thing and then I'll say. Yeah, it would be yeah. nice to do one. Did you ever do one live there in the in the room? Yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah. Like the first time I, I guessed it, I was live. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've done like... Um, well, why are you phoning into this show? Because <laughs> uh, of my... <laughs> Your Invisalign? My Invisalign, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't leave bed for another week. Oh, okay. I can't see the delicious Sour Patch Kids they that you're eating. In, they put it in wrong. Eat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I could eat it if I take, took up my trays, but I don't want to do that no, right don't. now. No, yeah, no, no. It's, more fun to, it's more fun to hear the funny voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Summer for two in Marjorie Trust. That's a Mr. Farkle episode. Um uh, summer of uh, four foot. Summer? I just said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, summer of four foot two. Oh, I didn't hear that one with your okay, speech sorry. impediment. <laughs> sorry. And, that, and then, um, uh, what's Dumbbell Indemnity? I hate the name of that episode too. I yeah. can never remember it. Uh, so three episodes. What's it called? Person, sorry? Dumbbell Dumbbell Indemnity. Don't make her say it again. Dumbbell Indemnity. <laughs> it's hard, very hard she... to say. Well, it's a good. It's, it's a good play on Parody the movie. Parody of Double Indemnity. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good yeah. play on the movie. Yeah. A movie sounds, that Bob really loves. He says he's seen it like several times. It sounds, wait a second. It sounds like it's a parody of Double Indemnity, but also a parody of Pain and Gain. The uh, rock. Uh, it would be a little mark. early for that. I know. I'm just saying it's kind of funny, though, because like, Dumbbell, it, like that's a movie about like a like a, an attempted insurance scam by, by guys who are weightlifters, okay, right? Well, you can pitch it. Pitch, pitch that. I'm pitching them. it right now. <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, do you think they're listening? No, I'm saying to you guys, what do you think? 
Should I go ahead with this? I think you should right now. Okay. Go, yes. right, go right now. <laughs> go ahead. Dean and I will talk. You're saying I should leave? Oh, I feel really kind of... We'll just share old Bongo stories. <laughs> Remember when we worked for Bongo? Oh, comic. yeah. That was a fun Oh, company. boy. Good times. Here's the weird bit now is... Uh, and you'll be getting this soon. Is the uh, kids coming up to you and going, I grew up with your work. That's a, that's an interesting Oh, feeling. I already kind Who of... Who aren't kids? I've already kind of gotten that. Like, online, I saw someone saying, like, oh, I love, you know, stuff. I grew up with her works. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to this podcast uh, that uh, the idea behind it is people buy comics for each other and then they talk about them. And so someone bought Exorcisters. Okay. And, um, That's and why you're listening. And so uh, they, uh, they, were, they were talking about, well, what's your experience with comics? Well, you know, I mean, of course, I read Simpsons comics. They're like, well, yeah, everyone read Simpsons comics. I'm like, what do you mean everyone read Simpsons comics? What are you talking about? And then they start talking about Simpsons comics. Like, yeah, there was one I remember, like, on vacation we were driving. It was like Homer was principal and it was hilarious. I was like, oh, that's nice. They're bringing that up. And I was like, they don't know I wrote that. <laughs> the, the, the connection is like, I wrote yeah. that and I wrote that. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's very nice. And then later I wrote to them because of course i've got an ego and i've got to go hey i was listening <laughs> and uh and, and what have That's you fine. but i'm like well you're adult human beings how could you have read this and like oh yeah i guess when this came all right this all does make sense oh congrats on exorcisters coming back by the way oh thank you so much yeah maybe i can do something for it now <laughs> oh that'd be lovely it would be great yeah, if that you would could be do great. a cover you know what uh as a quick aside so i came to ian's house for halloween which mm-hmm. is fun and i was thinking of dressing up as one of the characters like you know, the more punky Kate, but I, I realized it wouldn't look much different from my usual outfits, <laughs> so I chose oh, not to. That's such a thrill just thinking about that. Yeah, Gis- Giselle is. Uh, well, just sent- so you know, I dress as Kate for mm-hmm. Halloween. <laughs> which well, which one? The punky one. Okay, very good. You got to you know say because the name sounds. Yeah, alike. you're right. Kate, yeah. um, I meant. Uh, Giselle has been sending in uh, art from the first issue, and it's just like it's so good. Mm. It's so yeah, it does look good. Really good. One of my very favorite things is just getting art. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's so good. And we're we're working on another project, me and Pia, with our friend um, Moritat. Yeah. And so he's been sending in art as well. And again, it's just like, oh, this is so. Mm. <laughs> well, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. How's he doing? It's good. Uh, he might. Uh, are you? You're coming to a birthday party this weekend, probably, right? I am. Well, I thought so. We invited you. And I think Wait, you what? S- yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, <laughs> I just remembered. Good. It's because you sent it to me by email and not wow. by Facebook. I am really feeling ghosted <laughs> here. Yeah, okay. Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, you said you did the Nina thing of just like, yeah, maybe. So yeah. Uh, if you I never know until the day he might He might be <laughs> okay, here, okay, yeah, here cool. for that. I'm coming. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Anyway. so <laughs> Give me a ride. So any- <laughs> yeah, give me a ride, of course. <laughs> Then I'm definitely coming. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I, I, remind I was, me, remind it, me by Twitter. Someone okay. was doing that uh, that thing online where it was like, you know, what have you done in the last ten years? And just like, I've worked with the most amazing people. That was the that was the one thing is I just mm. go through all the people that you know who I, who I've worked with, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just this yeah, murderous right. row. Oh, the amazing people. Yes. No one is saying nice things about them. You know, including and including both of you. Oh, you know, it's just true. like holy shit. You know, every time I get like uh, see any of the art you do or any of the art you do, it's just like, oh my god, it's just like so good and I'm so, <clears throat> yeah, very very uh, very lucky. It's one of my favorite things to do is huh. is uh, see new art. By the way, Ian, um, yeah. your talking Simpsons, uh, your talking Simpsons appearance was also really really good. And remember what it was about is what like Jay Leno telling Krusty he shouldn't do these old tired kind of racist jokes. Oh yes. But now he's in the news for saying a racist joke. Yes. 
That is absolutely true. A racist true. Asian joke, even. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that kind of came yeah, around. Yeah, what goes around comes <laughs> around. Yeah. I did not know about this. I hadn't heard of it. Yeah, uh, I forget what her name is. She got fired from America's Got Talent mm-hmm. because you know, it was this woman who um, uh, kind of uh, outed Jay Leno's uh, racial joke okay. and did not care for it. There was other things that she has commented on lately that uh, she thought weren't cool. And it was like, eh, come on, be, be cool, man. What's what the big deal? Uh, but yeah, she got fired because she uh, she mentioned this. But like, yeah, Jayla. I used to love Jay again. It's one of these. Is that why she got left, let go from the show? I, I I did read about that in the paper because yeah. I like well, to read the little it's, gossip pages. Well, that and like she was heroes, being yeah, quote heroes. unquote difficult. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which is always code. <laughs> yeah, that's for something. Silly. It's like let's be way more specific on this difficult uh, situation. And also, she got comments about her her hair being too black. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's it's pretty bad. It reminded people of the black hole, which is a very confusing film. <laughs> Let's face it. So that's you know. I went off on a. I do want to get back. I'm sorry. It's tangent. Uh, we did our we did our hundredth anniversary of Critical Hit Show uh, okay. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It actually went really really nice. And they played the video of the Kingsgate Mall nice. uh, video that I yeah, yeah. did that cool. uh, kind of connected with the show. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a, it was a lot of fun. But I went off on the black hole in my kind of mm. opening when yeah, we yeah. do little stuff. And yeah. yeah, it was it was uh, it was fun to and do. The audience booed you because they love that. Movie. No, they uh, they agreed. Oh, it's okay. a bunch of nerds, and yeah. it's great. You can't go too. <laughs> too too deep with with that crowd, but my my thing on uh, Disney was almost all the movies from before nineteen before uh, like the Little Mermaid yeah. looked like they were done by people that didn't see the other parts of the movies. Uh-huh. So almost all of them, especially the live action ones, like uh, they have a whole bunch of they, they have your setup, yeah. then you have a whole bunch of nonsense in the middle, yeah. and then you end with a car chase, <laughs> usually without the main character in it, yeah. and it just like yeah everyone crashes and that's the end, and then like you just smash cut to you know obviously shot the same day as the first scene yeah but like it kind of wraps it all up yeah, yeah. and that's the computer war tennis shoes oh, man. Well, those movies were every done other there. every movie that's escape from which mountain it's every movie yeah all those movies feel feel like they're made by a studio that had no money and it's weird because i assume that at that time disney studios had money was it all invested in in the land for disney disney world or something and they're like they're like oh man i hope disney world pays off because we got everything sunk into it they had a certain amount of money it looks like enough to do a car chase and then a yeah, lot car of chases talking. are cheap though and then a lot of talking but i went off on um bed knobs and broomsticks yeah which i think i've like, not seen yeah which, for a while i've which, seen it but what, my big problem with bed knobs and broomsticks was the name it's, it's got a no that's fine it's got uh, a witch who fights Nazis yeah. that's played by Angela Lansbury, which yeah. is amazing. Okay. That's amazing. That's, that's, sure. I'm in. Then. The oldest, youngest actress ever. And then, yes. Yes. She's never young and never old. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the Nazis do invade, but in the middle, they go to an island yeah. of animals. Have you seen Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? No. Have you ever seen a book of Bed You mentioned this no. in the last episode, by the way. Okay. That the, the Nazis never meet? The animals. Yeah. You're outraged by this. I'm outraged by this. I'm completely <laughs> outraged by this. I'll say it again. You just went, I want this children's movie to feature carnage. Is yeah. What you said. yeah. That you have an island that can never be invaded by humans, and then you have Nazis invade, and then they never meet. Yeah. And like, it would be gonna, entertaining. What do you do with the animals I don't think in the they, middle of this? Are they going to yeah. fight the Nazis? No. What happens? They play a soccer game in the middle. Yeah. The it's end. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. that's animated. And yet, once again, we use the same model for Baloo that you use in Robin Hood. Yeah. That you, you know, that you used in Jungle Book. I think it's the other way around. Robin Hood copied from Jungle Book. Have you seen Robin Hood, the animated Robin Hood? Uh, parts of it. Okay. Not the whole thing. Watch that for the very first time. And again, it looks like at the very end, 
They just like they just smash cut to all yeah. the bad guys are arrested, yeah. but we never saw that. They're like, well, Richard the Lionheart had showed up. When did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. Like what? Was he a lion? Of course he was a fucking lion. And you can see that joke walking down the street. <laughs> it's not really a to joke, To the point where it? you're just like, just show it. It's not really a joke. It's probably just a description. Set it up and set it up and set it up. Yeah. Right? Okay, and so the computer wore tennis shoes. I keep hearing this title. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea what it's about. Can I guess what the movie is? Yes, yeah, please. please. Yes, <laughs> please. Based on the, on the yes, title? Please. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. First of all, right. okay, what era is this from again? The okay, 80s? Wait a late, six, late right. 60s. Late 60s. Oh. Yeah. Isn't there a remake? Maybe a remake, yes, but there we're, was. we're, we're okay. referencing it was the with um with the guy who's the uh, the religious nut who Kirk says Cameron. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Okay, let me just guess. Okay, yeah. So there's two young teenage guys, okay, <laughs> teenage guys. One too many. One too many. Or, <laughs> no, there's or, two. Or, I'm just guessing here. Okay, yeah, very yeah, good. Hit me with it. There's two teenage guys. I love it. All right. They're in high school. Okay. Yeah, uh, high school. You think high school? All I right. think high school. Yeah, they look much older than they are. It's supposed well, to be. Well, of course. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, not a, that's a description of the time. Okay, so, so I shouldn't correct you along the way. I should just let you no, keep going. No, just let me, let me keep going. Please yeah. do. Yeah. This is just what I think it is. I love it. Yeah. Okay. okay. They're in high school. So first um, they're doing some kind of experiment on a computer, and then the computer comes to life. Not like physically comes to life, but like yeah. there's an AI in the computer. Yeah. Okay. That wants shoes. <laughs> um, and somehow they're able to transfer the mind of the AI into one of the guys okay okay and then um yeah, really so he's walking around really he's, like movie or he's, like an, he's like an ai yeah. in a human body okay <laughs> computer okay. ai in a yeah. human body yeah oh that 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 guy who was taken over by the computer he was like a loser before but now he's like he's so smart he can well, do what everything. about the other guy there's two guys so he's just a, a friend he's a friend he's a friend so who teaches friend- him everything about being a human Okay. Yeah, yeah. He teaches him everything about being a the human. The friend is not a loser, though. Is the friend cool, or was the friend? He's even a little. More he's a little cooler. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's, he's a little not, bit. Cooler. So the so the lead is the Millhouse in this. If, if he's considered a lead, I'd, I think they're both kind of equal. Play equal Thank parts you very in the much. story. Good part. Sorry okay. about that. I was. Uh, okay. And then he does something like that gets him a lot of popularity at school, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, a, a girl gets interested in him. Okay. But she doesn't know that he's a computer trapped in a human body. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Oh, so, so is the person who the computer's in? Is he is he dead? Um, dead. Like, hey, where's his what? consciousness? Yeah, where's his consciousness? Oh, like, is that person? Just I don't gone? know. Has he been erased? I don't know. Okay. I have to think. He, I'm making very, this up. Very oh, bleak. Fight, yeah, is he fighting to get it's out? It's a very bleak movie. Um, this is worse than the black no, hole. He's completely taken over. <laughs> okay. Oh, so he's dead. He's dead. He is dead. Yeah. His Spirit friend is cool with dead. his friend okay. being dead. Spiritually, he's but, dead. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Okay. Sounds like and a Disney the, movie. The lady okay. is the computer killed tennis shoes. <laughs> and he, he gets the girl in the end. The computer does. Computer in Yeah. But by the very. But then the computer leaves. The AI leaves his body. Yeah, it's just a corpse. To be a computer. So it's, just a, it's just a corpse then. Yeah. No, no. Then, then his actual consciousness comes back. Oh, Wait, so he's, he's not dead. He's then. back. He's no, he's suppressed. not dead. Where has he been? Does he happen that he's back? Maybe he's been aware of everything the whole time. What a Maybe. nightmare! He's, just, <laughs> hell nightmare. he's <laughs> just a passenger in his own body. But what? then at this wow. point, he's got he's got the girl. He's very popular. Yeah. Which he doesn't remember this girl. But, yeah. He doesn't remember. <laughs> he doesn't remember any of the things. Doesn't so behave in any way that she fell in love with. Truth, you written. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect life. Right. <laughs> the end. So that's like the end. This is Excellent. what really killed so me. So he's been computer roofied. Yeah. He's out for the whole time. Wakes up 
and she's like in love with him. Who are you? I yeah. don't know. Oh, yeah. Also, he plays tennis, which is why he wears tennis shoes. Exactly. That is yeah. a big problem. There is no tennis in this movie. Yeah, that is really? a problem. That is a I, huge problem. Tennis shoes was just a name for sneakers or runners in those That's days. That's lovely. So, yeah. He should have a little bit of tennis. I thought maybe the computer. You don't need um, tennis. Maybe the computer Silly. has pong in it. Like That's a pong exactly what I was just yeah, about yeah, to say. Yeah. yeah, and then when he's a human, he play. He's perfect at playing tennis this is, because this, he can play pong. What you said is my my objection to Hot Tub Time Machine, which is that the John Cusack character comes back to a future that he suddenly like has a perfect life, but he doesn't remember how his life got perfect. He didn't doesn't have any experiences with his family. He doesn't have any experiences with his wife. He's like a stranger in his own life. Right. It's that's like a nightmare to me. Well, that's kind of like Back to the Future then. I don't remember. That is true. Future. Yeah, is that right? he comes back to the perfect future. He doesn't know what reality yeah. is. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's, that's I've always found that well. really weird. There's absolutely <laughs> that's, no black that's music terrible because as well. he stole that from uh, Chuck. <laughs> oh, is that right? There's no black music. I don't know. It seems like he invented rock. <laughs> and roll. I, I find that part of the film to be very. Uh, I don't know a better word to describe it, but problematic. Yeah, problematic is completely how <laughs> The it fact is. that he rewrote history so that... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, 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 it takes your mind off the fact that his mom music. wants to bone him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how about a little racism? Oh, well, I totally forgot about the incest. You, she doesn't, well done, you. She doesn't know that. Okay, so are you going to tell me what yet. this movie actually is about? Well, first of all, I mean, I've already told you, car chase at the end. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, Come on, so, so it's, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm just telling you what I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. You know Kurt Russell. Yeah. Right? Okay. He's in the movie? He's yeah. the lead. He's oh, the lead. wow. But this trilogy. By the way. There's a you, trilogy. If you think we're not going to tell you the other two titles and have you make up stories for that, you're a <laughs> um, Wait, so, how yeah. old was he back then? Well, this is a very he was a teenager. Good, yeah, he was a teenager. Yeah, oh, wow. he, was, he, was, he was youthful. He was a young uh, He was a young Actual actor. teenager? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was, okay. actually. Yeah. Um, in fact, like... If uh, you see him in The Horse with a Gray fl- fl- Flannel Suit, which was an earlier Walt Disney film... Uh, I'd love to come up with a summary for that movie. <laughs> you do. Uh, he, okay, we'll yeah. do, no, we, okay, we will. We yeah, will. Yeah. Um, he uh, is noticeably younger in that film. Like he's and a, he's, a, he's in a Gilligan's tweener. Island, too, as a jungle boy. He's a jungle boy yeah. in that. He was a, so, kid, he was a kid actor. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a high school, it's a college. Okay. That's thing one. They can't Col- afford a computer, uh, but they persuade... Because they need to do work in their plumbing. That's right. But they persuade a millionaire uh, to donate an old computer. But unfortunately, the millionaire is Cesar Romero, who's the Joker in the old Batman oh, yeah. series. And he's yeah. a villain. Yeah. And uh, he's using... He used it for, like, illegal gambling and Mustache what have you. Mustache intact. Now... He sees it as a way to, Yes, like, very much so. He sees it as a way to get out of paying... I think he's supposed to give the... The school like twenty thousand dollars, but yeah. the computer is considerably less valuable. So that he thinks this is the way to get out of giving them twenty grand. He could just give them the computer and still look like a great guy. Right, and he kind of wants to ditch the computer because it's full of information that might you know hurt. Anyway, long story short, lightning hits uh, Kurt Russell. No, it's gets... not. It's not lightning. It's a thunderstorm. He's in a thunderstorm, but what happens is water leaks into the into the lab, and so the the. The electrical cords are in the water. Oh, so when he goes to plug in the uh, okay. goes to so plug in the computer to start restart it after he's put in not lightning but electricity related. Yeah, right. he he puts he has to go get a part. A part in the computer has has gotten wrecked. So he goes drives to some town and then there's yes. a seat of him driving back in his car, studying for a test while he's driving. He's got all this piece of paper taped Everywhere, up around his like completely yeah uh, taped up on his windshield on the on the driver's yeah. side window and he's driving along like with a textbook in his lap. But what he's trying to do is figure out the algorithm for the answers. On the multiple choice. So he's like, he's like, well, this will be this. This should be the, what? It's not. Well, this is not, doesn't make any sense. He's like, he's just trying to like cheat the system. As but usual. as Dave was saying, uh, electricity, yeah. computer, he now gets a computer brain. Yeah. Uh, when the doctor looks in his eyes, as you do at most uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. things, uh, he sees a computer in the guy's head. In fact, if you look in his, his head, 
you can see a uh, because he was thinking of a lady, a sexy lady. Mm. You can see the sexy lady at his head because you just look in a guy's head and you can see the sexy lady. How does that work? Yes, <laughs> very good question. How it works is they want to show a sexy lady. Yeah. Okay. He does have. Well, a they wanted interest, to show a but typical it's not teenager's brain. Deal and who cares? Yeah. And he's got friends and they're all knockabout weirdos. And one of them is the voice of Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, and you go like, is that Scooby Doo? It is. It's Frank Welker, also Nibbler on Futurama. Okay. He does everything. He does everything in every, every animal ever. voice. Absolutely. So, long story short, uh, they uh, he's Nibbler when he's not Maurice Lamarche. Nibbler isn't Mar- Maurice Lamarche. That's no? Frank Welker doing that voice. Yeah, is the kind of the is very... always uh, Frank Welker. Oh, I thought that was Maurice doing the voice of like the the kind of. I don't believe so. Erudite, erudite Actually, version I, of Nibbler. I thought what David thinking as well. We will look that up afterwards, my friends. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, anyway, long story short, uh, they enter a, a, a reach for the top uh, style uh, a quiz for uh, college students, and they're going to try and win some money. Yeah. And he's brilliant because of this. But then his powers are sort of like uh, wearing down. But also, uh, he's shorting out. So he's saying out loud uh, gangster information, personal gangster information. And so Cesar Romero goes, we got to get that kid. So they kidnap him, put him in a box. And he's in a box for this big car chase. He's just in a box. So you lose Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell for this whole thing. Yeah. But then it's a crazy car chase, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they get him out. He goes to the contest. Uh, his still brain is leaking. Not good. Uh, but he, he almost, uh, wins at the end, but, uh, his brain shorts out. Uh, but then the dumb kid who's a friend of his actually remembers like one thing because it was like right up his alley. He says the thing. Mm. He wins the money. And that's how it goes. There you go. The actual oh, reason, okay. the reason he starts spouting stuff is they accidentally say a code word, which is Applejack, That's which right. sparks a program in the computer to start repeating, uh, I guess the earnings from various clubs and, and gambling. Okay. Illegal uh, gambling dens. Uh, voiced by Frank Welker, according to the internet. Oh, even when he's speaking. Looks okay. Like it, yeah. I thought he just did these, these, that really does sound he like does both the animalistic and speaking voices of Nibbler. Wow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> You sure proved us wrong with yep. your giant monitor. Damn right. <laughs> um, so, okay. I think that thing's wrong. I think that information's wrong. <laughs> Very good. I think my uh, vision of the movie is better. So. <laughs> yes, I thought so too. What do you think that the movie, first of all, and, and that movie came out in 1969. The Horse uh-huh. in the Gray Flannel Suit, of course, came out a year before that. Also starring, uh, well, no, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell is in there, but he's not starring. Sorry, it's Stars Dean Jones. Stars Dean Jones, uh, which, God bless him, but like you can't get Jimmy Stewart, you're going to get G- Dean Jones, and you're going to be happy with Dean Jones. He, he is a good, he's a good light comedian. He is a good light comedian. He's What's also in Herbie the Love behind The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit? It's not connected to the computer or tennis shoes? No, no. many things <laughs> are, but not this movie. <laughs> okay. The horse in the gray flannel shoe, uh, suit. Yes. First of all, is are suits usually made of flannel? Oh, that's yes. A, that's it's a, a it's a it's a joke on the uh, it's a joke on the the movie, the man in the gray flannel suit, which is like a expose of the Madison Avenue advertising. Oh, I didn't know thing. that. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's why good is that titled that? It was like a really like popular thing, so they just kind of use it in the film as sort of like a little, but because the. Uh, well, I, I would be giving away the plot of the actual movie if I told you why yeah. I told okay, that. Okay. It does, no, it does relate that. to the film. The horse in the gray flannel suit. Yeah, that's correct. It's First of all, there's a lot of horse movies in Disney Plus. There is, and I wish, and it oh. couldn't be. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> only it couldn't be that. a wackier poster with everyone running in opposite directions. That's oh that's the poster. So that's knowing like that, every movie from the 60s <laughs> certainly is. Uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day opened for it. <laughs> okay, that doesn't help you in any way. But uh, here we go. Horse in the gray flannel suit. What's it about? Uh, there's a family. Okay. And there's a father. Played and by Dean Jones. 
the father is a successful businessman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then one day he gets uh, run over by a horse <laughs> oh, on the loose. Oh dear! It's just a loose horse. A loose yeah. horse, yeah. Has it escaped? Is that, you mean it's like... morals, or it was a, it escaped? It's uh, <laughs> he gets literally run over okay. by his horse. That's right. escaped. Okay, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. Uh, the horse gets knocked out at some point too. It gets knocked out. Oh yeah! It either either runs into a wall or it gets tased. Okay. <laughs> it gets knocked out. All right. It's nineteen sixty horse... eight. But so okay. The wall when the horse <laughs> wakes up. The horse wakes up. It's got the the mind of the father. <laughs> So we Freaky friday this. Well, we've, oh, but the father's dead. Oh, the father's no, dead. Wait, no, wait a second. Fuck this. Because I heard that this guy in the computer body was also dead. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, that's, that's you fooled me twice. You guys made that Shame up. Shame on me. You guys made that up. Mm, uh, let's roll no, the I tape mean, back. It's weird because like... My name's Nina. Nice <laughs> the, the guy's dead. At least in that, like, the guy still has his body. But in this case, the horse... Uh, the father's body is, is gone. Gone. You know? Okay. Okay. So the funeral, everything. Yeah. So the gone. person, so the person's mind is now in the horse. Yes. And the horse's soul has gone to horse heaven. Yes. Okay. The horse is dead. The horse. Is <laughs> the dead. father is. I don't want to be the head horse. Wow. Has taken over. Is what I'm saying at this point. Okay. Go ahead. Wow. But the father is still, you know, okay. wants to provide for his family. Right. He's yeah. A businessman. So, he, so he just goes to work still in his gray flannel <laughs> yes. suit. Or it says, uh, uh, okay. Okay. And, and at first, you know, the whatever on, business I he do, works for is <laughs> a bit taken aback by this. This is really not a million miles away from, like, the Shaggy DA. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, because <laughs> I have seen that movie. <laughs> right. Now, can he talk? Yes, of it, course. So it's not just the horse going, like, uh, how many uh, things should we invest in? <laughs> just like, that's not that. No, the horse can definitely talk. Everyone can hear it talking, too. Okay. okay. He's not shy about being able to talk. Is All the right. horse still in love with his wife? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How does she feel about this? <laughs> we don't get to see in the movie. Okay, but like, does she kiss the horse? Or like, like, does the horse sleep in the bed? Or does he stand um, next to the bed? Or what's he do? Like, we don't, we don't they get would have to see separate that beds stuff. anyway. Yeah, we don't is, get to see the, the nitty gritty details okay. of his private life okay. yeah. as a horse. Does he yeah, have mind kids? your own business, Ian. Does he have kids? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what ages are they? Uh, there's a, a 10-year-old girl. Yeah, that sounds about right. She loves <laughs> horses, right? Oh yeah, she Younger loves brother. horses. Younger and a brother, thirteen-year-old boy. Older, okay, that good. Older brother. Probably okay. the little girl didn't have enough time with dad before. Yeah, yeah. But they get to bond. Yeah, yeah. Now she like feeds him. <laughs> now I gotta ask Clean, you a question. Cleans his stall. Bo- cleans his yeah. stall. Right. Cleans up her father's poo. What's the, what's the <laughs> conflict here aside from the obvious? Besides the poo. The conflict is who, um, want, who wants a piece of this horse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There is another business that's. <laughs> Uh, trying to take the, his business yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. The company yeah. he works for. Sure. Right. Sure. And the, the company <laughs> is trying to hide the fact that he is a horse now, <laughs> this important figure in, this, yeah. in the company. Right. The other but company. But then the other, the guy who runs the other company finds out. Finds oh, out. Oh, he finds out that he, he's a horse. Yeah. The guy who runs the other company is actually out. a goat. <laughs> 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 I would love that, but I don't envision that in my summer. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I was spitballing there, but that's okay. Yeah, don't step on her plot. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so what's the climax of the movie? The rival CEO guy is trying to convince everyone that this horse in a gray flannel sh- suit yeah. is actually, um, it actually works for the company. Okay, okay. <laughs> but no one believes him. So they think he's crazy. Yeah, they think he's crazy. This guy's a nut. Yeah, yeah. Drag yeah. him off to the insane asylum. Yeah, oh, okay. that's the climax. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All okay, right. that makes sense. Played by Keenan Wynn. Okay. Yeah, I think that. I Who that is that? that? You know, like the really kind of blustery guy that uh, he's a, he's a, uh, he's Alonzo Hawk in the, the Love Bug movies. Sounds good. And so how does it all wrap up? Uh, in the end, he's still a horse. Right. 
but his family loves and accepts him. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Do they do they move into a, like a farm for him? <laughs> no, he still like lives in the house. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a stable relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then the company still employs him. They just keep the the fact that he's uh, the mastermind behind all their best business decisions. Yeah, yeah. A secret. Does he ever make it up to like being president of the company, or is it just like a mid level? He does become president and CEO. Yeah, but that's a secret the company keeps. Sure. Nice. Sure. I love it. Um, okay, my only problem with it is, where's the car chase? Because, like, <laughs> oh. you've got a horse, and, yeah. like, it's like... The CEO's like being... chasing yes. him in a yeah. car at one that's, point. Yeah. That's exactly what has yes. to happen. We need the car chase. Well, they have to... Aside from that, I'm greenlighting this <laughs> I right like the idea now. That, I like the idea they have to hire a driver to, like, come there with a horse trailer and pick up this guy to go to work. <laughs> yeah. So that would be the chase that he would be in the back of the ho- in the horse trailer. Yes. Yeah. And then I like like the final scene. Trying to talk to the driver because there's like an intercom from him to the driver. Final scene, you see the mom and she's in the hospital and gives birth to a little uh, centaur. Mm. <laughs> okay. So That's Dave, some body horror. It, yeah. Well, you like body horror. <laughs> I do, so yeah. It'll yeah. all work out great. So yeah. what, uh, what, what's the plot, Dave? The actual plot, well, I'd, it's been a while since I saw the film, but the actual plot is Dean Jones plays an advertising executive. Who's so are so good. Cool. That's what kind of what I was envisioning, kind of like Mad Men. <laughs> hence the hence the horse in the gray flannel suit reference, because the gray flannel suit, of course, was referencing the film about advertising. And this of guy course. in the movie is an advertise is an advertising. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his daughter really, really wants a horse. Mm. But he can't oh, af- yeah. he can't afford a horse. He's just a guy in advertising. He doesn't have horse money. He lives in like a split level nice home in you know whatever Bedford, Massachusetts, or whatever you know what I mean, like in, or Connecticut or something like sure. a like a a. a, a commuter suburb from new york city and so he decides what he's going to do is he's going to get a horse but he's going to tie it into a product that he wants to advertise and it's going to represent the horse which i believe we we discovered was aspersol or something it's called aspersol that's right it's an indigestion uh, that's right it's kind of like eno or whatever like uh not brian eno the producer but you know the the uh anti yeah, know, I thought Tums or whatever. Yeah, Nina thought it was Brian. Yeah, I, I just want to make that clear because yeah. obviously yeah. I, I talk about Brian. We thought he's a Brian. I, I talk about Brian so much in this show that yeah. I don't want people to be confused. So then, uh, Dave, he <laughs> then is, so he gets a horse, and then the conflict in this, the movie is more about the fact that the, his I think his boss at the doesn't understand like what is this actually, or maybe it's the company who Aspersol. They're like, well, what is this doing for us? Like, what 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 is having a horse called Aspersol doing for us? But um, he's able to get the horse, or they're able to get the horse like uh, good enough as a jumper that they're able to take it into like this big fancy show at at Madison Square Gardens that they used to have in New York. I may still be there, I don't know. And then and then it jumps and it, it wins the jumping competition, which at that time, believe it or not, was a big deal. Now, there was a time when in the New York Times they would report in the paper about like small horse shows in the area. It's really weird. I was we were watching a different movie uh, about a guy who owned this fantastic horse and in the movie they're like showing like these clippings from the new york times of coverage of like these small horse shows this just blows my mind because of course we have small horse shows here and they are nary never in fact mentioned in the newspapers they might as well not exist as far as the world's concerned but at that time it was quite popular so yeah that's that's what i remember of the film but what's good about the movie is that the jumping part of the film is actually filmed in Madison Square Gardens, at the actual jumping thing that they had there, the actual show. And they have riders who were, like, quite famous jumpers at that time riding in the competition. And then there's, like, a romance part where uh, Dean Jones falls. He's, he's, wife, he's a widower. Uh, and so he, he ha- falls in love with his daughter's riding instructor. 
who rides a horse for the to the jumping competition in Madison Square Garden because his daughter is not yeah. at that level as a rider yet. But yeah. It's a pretty good film. It's one of my one of Nina's is better. Nina's yeah, Nina's is, is better. Hundred percent better, right? Nina's is a well. I don't get... know. I kind of like the the real summary too. Do you? Well, yeah. it's on your Disney Plus. You can go yeah, check it out. Disney Plus, you want to? I know you don't watch TV except when you're at the dentist. So next time you're at the dentist, go <laughs> request put Disney on some Plus. Di- Here's a weird bit. I was just looking up because it's uh, actually not on Disney Plus right now. Horse Nugget Final Suit. All right, Nina's left the room, but we can continue talking. All right. Yes. Uh, I was just taking a little Sour Patch Kid here thing. <laughs> uh, have you watched any Disney Plus stuff? Yeah, I have actually. What you been watching? Uh, well, I haven't watched it for a little while, but I watched The Mandalorian. Okay. Which I thought was very good. Mm-hmm. And I f- feel like I heard it's very popular. Yep. And I, I'm kind of like, well, and I'm like, yes, because people want, people do like Star Wars, but they want like original stories. Like people don't want Solo like how he got the laser and how where the Millennium Falcon came from and all that stuff. Like no one cares about that. They just want like fun stories. Yep. And I think that isn't beholden to. Um, uh, we gotta now fill in all this mythology. Yeah, yeah. Because who cares about that? Yeah, who like, cares about that? Yeah. Make up the mythology yourself have in your fun. backyard when you're uh, goofing around. Yeah. Have some that fun was the thing. It. Like when people first liked Star Wars, they watched the movie. There wasn't mythology. There yeah. was like maybe five uh, minutes of like talking about hey you know who your dad was it was this yeah. oh okay that's interesting and that's just made up for like yeah. motivation for what's bullshit, happening bullshit yeah pew 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 womp 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 great we're and now yeah. go in the backyard and play around and you make up your own stuff yeah yeah instead of yeah but how does every bit fit mm-hmm. into who yeah. cares and who so cares. you've got these characters who are yeah who cares characters and now we cares yeah it's uh absolutely every episode has a, a good action set piece Everyone, I, everything's fun. Not like, a lot of talking. I like how low key it is. Yep, it's a very low key sort of show. And you're right because I think because there's that not that much talking, so it's very, it's just played very low key. It's almost like a, it almost feels like a '70s thing, you know? Like it doesn't feel it doesn't have like yeah that kind of loudness of the. And I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything. On, well, don't on the don't thing. spoil it then. No, I won't. Here's what I'm going to say. Though. Okay, well, don't spoil it. People feel that it's uh, you know it takes place during a certain time okay. in the thing. Yeah, my theory is. It's my theory. It's a prequel to everything. It's even farther back than before any of the stories we've seen. Really? Have taken. Yes, and I'll tell you about that after the podcast. Yeah, tell me after. Uh, but I wanted to because I thought that they made, I thought they said something that they specified do. a they certain do. time. But, but I you're can, gonna you're I've gonna got say a, no. I, I will counter. Okay. I will okay. counter that. All right. Um, but Nina, mm-hmm. now uh, we mentioned the Shaggy DA, mm-hmm. uh, which led me down a little hole here, where I was just like. Oh yeah, the Shaggy DA, and I looked up the Shaggy DA, mm-hmm. and I found out that it, of course, was based on the. It was a sequel to the Shaggy Dog, Shaggy Dog, yeah. which was a story about a guy, a teenager who was turning into a dog, and then later on becomes a DA. No big surprise there. Different actors, but uh, yes, but did you know what it was based on? The Shaggy Dog. The Shaggy Dog, yes. A children's book. It well, technically a children's book, sure. But was it made into a film pre- previously? No, it was uh, it was a book called The Hound of Florence, which is a German book oh. from 1923, oh. uh, which is a story about uh, a boy who lives uh, lost his parents, lives in Vienna, okay. uh, wants to study art in Florence, and his wish is granted, but there's a curse, yeah. and the curse is every other day he has to become a dog. Okay, and so that's that's the idea behind this. Okay, thank uh, God, I thought they based it on the Metamorphosis, but the then Kafka no, story. but then it ends mm. with uh, him being stabbed to death. What? what? <laughs> and uh, the dog uh, ends up uh, dying, and uh, his body is uh, disposed of. And uh, what kind of? <laughs> then they translated it to English, yeah. and people who read English went, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and so they added six pages where 
I'm feeling better. And he survives, gets medication, uh, and uh, it all works out. And it's There's uh, no stabbing in the They found the cure to 17 stab wounds. That's right. But people aren't sure if the end, alternate ending was, was authorized or not, or if mm. just the publisher just went, fuck this, no. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then it got, uh, it got made into the shaggy. Why, why uh, stab to death? Yeah. What do you do? You know, you're a dog. Some, People uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe saw a dog do something that's stabby, sabby, and uh, gets gets stabbed. Yeah, Jeez. this was like people. People did not care for that ending, though. No, yeah, it's yeah I guess you, you know why? Because it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. not very it's a terrible. Good. Terrible ending. Yeah, no one, no one wants to see a real dog get stabbed. But if it's a boy <laughs> who's forced to be a dog and they get stabbed, oh my gosh! Maybe it's like it's a werewolf thing, and werewolf stories always have to end in tragedy. Every werewolf story ends with tragedy. Yeah, usually, the wolf. Yeah. Being uh, killed. Mm-hmm. What about Teen Wolf? Oh, that's a good. Well, point. that ended with tra- <laughs> that ended with the tragedy of how terrible the show is when it finally ended. I know? was gonna, I was gonna say, okay, that <laughs> was your, a tragedy. I was thinking of the film. <laughs> that's your snappy oh. response. Oh. Mine is, of course, that ended in tragedy. Teen Wolf Two. Did you see it? Uh, no, I've, I've not seen either. <laughs> All right, no, me neither. There's a uh, yeah. or the TV series. Yeah, there's some. There's some I didn't see the TV series. Yeah, Dave. Dave enjoyed the a, TV it was series. A, it was a daughter. I didn't really enjoy it. It was, it was a daughter. A lot of sexy men show. It was a watching with your daughter kind of a show, which you know is is in is priceless. Okay, now before we we're, we're heading towards. I watched Let It Snow the other day. I watched yeah, The Night that? Before Christmas the other day. And well, actually, um, the night before Christmas or the night the nightmare. No, the night before Christmas. K N I G H T. Okay, I have not seen either. A night. From the past, from the 13th century. And you have not seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? I have not. <laughs> okay. Don't blame me. Is you. that on Disney Plus? It is. Okay. I should watch it this, this uh, winter season. Okay. By the way, everyone who has Disney Plus, you should go to A Christmas Carol, uh, the Robert Zemeckis one starring uh, Jim Carrey's creepy CG body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then go into extras yeah. and then watch the, the cut scenes. With the unfinished CG footage, oh really? With people's faces, uh, footage of people's faces plastered onto them. Oh, all it's right, fascinating. It's, I think it's better than the actual film. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Okay, How many cool. of those uh, creepy movies did the Polar Express? I think Christmas Carol. That, those two. I think just those two. Yeah, I always people were like enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always want. I always want to count Beowulf in that, but of course it's not. No, but, I think no. those are the only two Robert Zemeckis um, living corpses. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It actually made you go t- Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the Polar Express. I don't think I saw. I don't think I saw Christmas Carol. So, Night Before Christmas with a K. Is there an actual knight in it, like an yeah. enchanting armor? Yeah. Does he get trapped in time? And he comes into the future, sent to the future by an old crone, as he calls her. Isn't that that uh, uh, Hugh Jackman movie? Isn't that the, the idea behind that? Hugh Jackman? No, it's not. Not. not, not. It sounds sounds similar. Sounds to very similar. The one with Kate Hudson. I I thought the yeah. Night Before Christmas like that. I thought it was just like a Hallmark type. Movie. It is a Hallmark type movie, but it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix Hallmark type movie because they're moving into the like Netflix right now is like trying to find a hit so they're like doing what everyone you know doing what okay. everyone else is doing fair enough you know? um, so they did let it snow which had a nice was actually not that it wasn't terrible it was just it, it was okay but it had a good cast it had like a good cast of young actors in it nice all right like a lot of people you'd recognize from other things like for instance um that boy who's in that other thing oh that and i like him kid who's did that is he still stuff. with what's her name and then the girl from that mm. show and then uh yeah that one guy who was in uh cock blocked excellent so before 
before we start going for letters and whatnot, I want to just get your just fast ideas of what these two movies were. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's, first of all, we had the computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, was it uh, Mr. Now You See Him, Now You Don't? Now You See Him, Now You Don't, yeah. Now You See Him, Now You Don't. It's not called Mr. Now You See Him, Now You Don't. It's a Now You See Him, Now You Don't. What do you yeah. think that one's about? That's a sequel? Yes, there's yeah. two sequels. What? There's a trilogy. Okay, okay. Quite, actually, there's a uh, quintilogy if you count The Absent-Minded Professor and Son of Flubber. That's which, part of the, the same universe? They all take place at Medfield College. Okay, I have no um, idea. So, okay. So, have you seen Son of Flubber? I haven't seen any of that stuff. Okay, just cur- just out of curiosity, about two or three sentences, what do you think Son of Flubber is about? Son of Flubber? Son of Flubber. Son of Flubber. Son of Flubber. <laughs> it doesn't help to say it. More. <laughs> um, so that's the sequel to The Absent-Minded Professor. That not, is correct. Not the Robin Williams Flubber. Though uh, Flubber was the sequel to... I think, I think The Absent-Minded Professor... Um, I think they just called it Flubber when Robin Williams did it. Yeah. So yeah, Son of Flubber is is not the Robin Williams, but it is okay. the, the second film in the Medfold. Okay. Uh, Son of Flubber Stop is saying. about <laughs> who was the guy in Ask My Professor again? Oh, what was the professor's name? No, the actor. That was Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray. Um, who was the basis for Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel? Hmm. hmm. It's I would I would say his son. Then develop some flower, okay, but okay, I feel like that's okay. too obvious. Okay. Sure. Son of flower. Here we go <laughs> with this. Too literal, maybe. maybe. No, maybe just like the flower itself mm-hmm. starts reproducing. Okay. By budding or something. I don't know. Okay. That's that's uh, those are all excellent guesses. I don't know what the answer is. Okay. So <laughs> okay. now moving on to ones I do know. Um, so uh, you don't know the there's answer more, is there's more okay. flubber. There's okay. more flubber in it. Uh, here we go. Oh, uh, don't 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 spoil it because I actually want to watch it. Okay, that won't spoil it. But I'd say there's more oh, flubber. Flubber is, a, flubber, it later. flubber is a substance that can uh, bounce you. It's bounce. And it, it has other powers. It's anti-gravity. Anti-gravity. Okay, very good. So uh, a flying car. Now you see him, now you don't. Professor Brainerd, by the way, is his name. Very good. Okay, now so... Now you see him, now you don't. The, the, the guy with the computer brain... <laughs> yes. Um, ...goes into magic... Oh, he becomes he a stage magician. Very okay. good. I like it. I yeah. like it. Um, he becomes a stage ma- magician. Yes. Because he can move. He's really good at slate of hand. Okay. Because of uh, his computer powers. Okay. He can move really fast and he's yeah. very good at like precise movements. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> yeah. And then um, <laughs> there's a, a lady who's interested in him. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's his assistant. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's okay. like, ooh, is he's it the so si- good. Is it the same <laughs> lady from the previous movie? If, but he doesn't know that she's interested oh, in him. Oh, like, am I am I talking about, like, the sequel to my summary? You know what? Yes, you movie? are. Let's oh, go with dang. that. Let's okay. do that even more so. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's just say it's a guy. Yeah. Who was a computer. Had yes. a computer brain. Is yes. not popular. Uh, becomes a magician. He has a, his lady, who yeah. he got in the previous film, yeah. as his uh, assistant. Yeah. But then the, the computer convinces him to get, uh, go back into his brain. Oh, the computer's yeah, around he's like, still. He's like, hey, yeah, he's, he's still around. He's What's like, hey. What's the computer been up to? He can be a better magician. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly, exactly. Ah. He's like, I can improve your magic tricks by doing this. Okay. And he enters his mind. He like, because the guy is, uh, all right, I'll do this. Yeah. So he's taken over by the computer again. And he becomes a, a super successful magician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can tell I'm completely off track. No, this is great. <laughs> Becomes David Copperboard. Yeah, and it's like it's much. all the main frame. But then his friend is concerned for him. He's like, hey, this isn't who you are. Uh-huh. You were doing fine as a normal magician before. You don't need the computer. Yeah. 
All right. So does the computer want to fight back on this? Or what's yes, the, situation? the computer likes having the human body. Oh, shit. Okay. Experience so... human emotions and human, uh, the pleasures of human life. Oh, God. Yeah. This is so yeah. Cronenberg. Okay, yeah. go ahead. And <laughs> yeah. So, so what, ended, what ends up happening? And then there's a car chase. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Good. Excellent. Perfect. Okay. Good ending. Good ending. Yeah. So, Good all right. Ending. The final film in the trilogy, which is, you know, five things, obviously. Uh, the Strongest Man in the World. So now, wh- how do we wrap it all up? we got to bring it all home with the... Strongest with- Man in the World. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, at this point, um, <laughs> the guy has a computer brain. Yeah. Yes. He's Magical like, well, powers. He's like, well, I've got this, the the smarts, but I don't have the bronze. Yeah. Oh, so now he, yeah. he seeks out <laughs> to become the strongest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. And he so wants he... to get, like, me- like a mechanical body. Okay. <laughs> so he wants to become a cyborg, essentially. Now, wait a second. Is the computer <laughs> is the guy still the computer? in the guy's body? What? Are we, all right. So the guy, is the guy represented by the computer? or The is computer the guy... is what's thinking... He, the computer is like, oh, I'm, I'm a smart guy now, but oh, so I'm the computer's still, still in his body. Yeah, okay. the computer's still in his body. By the end. Is the guy dead again? <laughs> he can still, he still kind of is there. The consciousness. Oh, he's he still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh and and the computer is still in control. Oh. By this point, uh, the friend is dead. He died in the previous film. Oh shit! During the car chase. Yeah, the car chase. Car chase. Very good. All right, that makes sense. Whoa! You can't survive two car chases. The computer that took over the guy's body. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, I've got the smarts, but I need the bronze now. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is too weak because he's a weakling, you know. Sure. He was an unpopular weakling guy. Yeah, yeah. So he starts exercising and pumping iron. Weaklings are not enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's not enough. So it's not enough. He wants more power. How does he take it to the next level? He takes it to the next level by by starting to invent like a. A ro- robot body for himself. Okay. And then it's like, well, soon so, I can leave my physical human frail, flesh body. <laughs> yeah. This, this. So if he leaves the flesh body, does the guy take over the flesh body again? Well, see, here's what happens in the end. Oh, though. okay. After a long car chase, <laughs> <laughs> um, the computer transfers itself onto into this robot body. Yeah. And um, I, I guess he, the robot body looks human enough so sure. like, a big tough guy could play him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so once he leaves his physical body, and then the guys, you know, the weaklings, uh, weakling guys, consciousness comes back. Yeah, he's stacked back. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm back to my normal self. And by this point, the his his girlfriend is like, you know, he's she's creeped out by this computer. Yeah, yeah. You know, she wants a normal guy back. Sure, sure. And then together they they battle this robot. <laughs> Okay. Do they use the magical skills from like earlier, or is it uh, what's what? How do they how do they fight they the robot? They use a car chase. Well, we've already <laughs> had a car chase. You can't have a second car chase. Why not? That's a good point. Second car chase. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe instead of a car chase, it's just he just simply drives a car into the robot. <laughs> nice. You think it's going to be a big car chase, and instead the guy just starts up his car and, <laughs> and smashes yeah, it yeah. into the robot. <laughs> and then you think the robot's dead, but oh, at the very uh, very end, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the car he uses smashing the to the to the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, lights like, come on. I like the way this <laughs> is going. And the radio turns on. Oh, and it's just, playing, <laughs> yeah. just playing rock and roll music like Christine. Wait, no, no. <laughs> Keep no. on knocking, but no, you can't come no, in. not like Christine, Dave. Oh, like the Love Bug. Oh, it's a Volkswagen. And now we've now we've now we've just like started the Love Bug franchise. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay, it's a Volkswagen. Herbie rides again. Yeah. But more evil. <laughs> but more yeah, evil. Herbie rides again. But more evil. But more evil. Excellent. That's good. Really, that's great. I love everything about this. Listen, to our listeners out there, normally we ask a question of the week. I'm going to say, I'm going to give them a challenge. Uh, do posters for any of these movies. <laughs> any uh, of these movies. Artistic challenge. Artistic challenge. A poster okay. for any of these. The computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah. Nina's version. Nina's version of Now You See Him, Now You Don't. Or 
or uh, the uh, strongest man in the world. Yeah. Or all three. Yeah. And just do it as a pencil sketch. Take a picture of it and send it to us. Yeah. Or do full inks and uh, 3D modeling and rendering. And if you want to send us 3D images of your teeth, uh, please do that as well. (laughs) I love those. Yes. Uh, We'll we'll, uh, dental things. Yeah. Do you have a dental question of the week, maybe? Something dental that uh, people have been through? Well, you asked me what's the worst. Maybe that's the question. What's the worst dental experience you've had? Excellent. So we've got artistically, uh, give us posters. Uh, what's the worst dental experience? Don't send us like like a horrible picture of your mouth covered in blood. But like send, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't like, mind seeing that. Okay, fine. Send us what you want. We'll send it to Nina. Last week's questions were, tell us something you've won. And the sub question was, what's your favorite sci-fi novel? Uh, we uh, So uh, what we got was first letter was from Dylan. Who says, well, now I feel like a fraud. Oh, this is talking about uh, he, he won our contest last week. Yeah. Now and, I feel like a fraud. And he fraud. feels guilty, which is I didn't good. actually think my entry was eligible because it wasn't uh, 30 words or less. And send it thinking you wouldn't include it in the draw, but I'm glad you liked it. Well, thanks, Dylan. Uh, we're going to pick someone else then. That's fine. Um, <laughs> don't want to make you feel bad. Eh, we're sending your thing off and we just autographed a bunch of stuff. So you're, uh, I think you're going to like it. Uh, Paul Bynes wrote, hello, gents. Uh, the best thing I've won was dinner and free tickets to Star Trek, the experience. And, uh, when it was, uh, newly opened in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas Hilton in the last century, I was with my sister. We'd already visited as paying guests and we're in the fashion show mall, uh, on our last full day in Vegas when we saw a promotional event for the Star Trek attraction. There was a Klingon makeup class and a presentation by the VP of Paramount theme parks with a Q and A at the end of which, uh, there was a quiz for various prizes. One of the questions was one I had asked in the Q&A, but someone else uh, beat me to it and gave the wrong answer. I stepped in, gave the right answer, and won the prize, which was two tickets to the experience plus lunch at Quark's Bar. <laughs> uh, we explained we couldn't do lunch as we were flying back the next day. Tragedy. And uh, they upgraded it to dinner. Good for them. A nice way to finish That's our nice. Vegas holiday. Uh, very uncork like though. He would not do that. Uh, we even got the souvenir glass. As for the science fiction book, I can't say it's my favorite, but it's one that has lingered in my mind and which I can find very little about online. It was called The God Whale. It was by T.J. Bass. Oh, a whale thing by Bass. I see the theme. It was a riff on Logan's Run, uh, the idea of someone trying to escape from an enclosed civilization. I found the book whilst on holidays at my grandparents in Ireland, and I haven't seen it since. Thanks for the excellent podcast and for mentioning The Great Eastern some time ago. I emailed it, uh, I emailed about about the same time and just finished working my way through the archives. Great show. That was nice. That's Uh, funny because there was a book I read as a kid too that was a science fiction book. My grandma gave it to me for Christmas, and I really enjoyed it, and I don't know what happened to the book. I have like a vague memory of the cover of it, which is like, kind of like a keep, like a a tower, like a castle tower, but just a tower. Hmm. And then there's like this, this like kind of robot thing that's, I guess it was trying to reach inside of it and it's stuck and it's this thing hanging from this, from this tower. It's sort of hanging there. But I'm not kissing at you. My cat just walked into the room. Oh, I thought you really enjoyed the story. I was yeah. Saying. Tell me more about sci-fi. And <laughs> I have never, I've never been able to find that book. I don't know why, why I got rid of it. I've been, you know, I was a kid, so probably I read it and I thought, well, that's good. Goodbye. But yeah. It's, you don't remember what the title was? I don't remember the title was. If anyone can uh, yeah. pick what the title was, great. And as always, we, we're still looking for the kid's book that my wife uh, was interested in as a, as a kid, where it's like a girl living on the moon who drinks pepper juice. No, mm. one, can, no one knows what that is. If you know either of those, we will send you a, a prize pack as well. Um, Ed Dragansky uh, writes, I actually won uh, two prizes from the same radio show when I was a kid. The show was Jim Lowe's Library of Laughs on the uh, Dallas Classical Station WRR. 
Oh, it sounds like laughter. I understand. Uh, the first contest I answered uh, was my dad's help and won a gift certificate to a Dallas shoe store. The second prize, mm, shoe store. Uh, the second prize, comedy, was a Stan Freeberg album. Oh, nice. Uh, this was won uh, by me sending a trivia question to the show to be told by on the air. If none of the listeners were able to answer it, I won the prize. The question was to name all five Marx Brothers by their given names. Oh, Dave, can you do this? Leonard, Julius. Arthur, that's three. Uh, Adolf and did I say Milton? Nope, Milton. Very good. That's Sorry, it. you don't win today. It was an appropriate <laughs> question too, since the DJ played clips from the Marx Brothers album, the original voice tracks. Much later, in 1999, oh, based on the uh, TV series, uh, I really won it big. The Pepsi promotion for the Phantom Menace was in full swing. And a grocery store I would stop at after work had a full-size Yoda drawing. He was way up on a stack of Pepsi packs with an entry box below. I might have, uh, I must have taken several of those pads of entry slips and filled out as many as I could. I stuffed the box one morning on my way to work, then left town for a family vacation. I figured uh, if I'd won the Yoda, uh, there'd be a message on my phone waiting for me, but there wasn't. Mm, uh, that's a bad. terrible story. Oh, the story Wait. continues. Oh, sorry. About two days later. I stopped by the store after work and noticed Yoda was still up on the Pepsi can packs. The drawing should have already uh, happened while I was out of town, so I asked the manager about it. Uh, he and another woman looked at me in astonishment. I said, both forgotten something. Then they both looked at Yoda. Then Yoda looked back. Then seagulls attacked his head. No, that did not happen. Uh, the manager then dialed someone on the phone. And as he did uh, this, he looked over his shoulder and said, don't go anywhere. Uh, we might just give him to you. It was obvious they'd forgotten to draw a name for this thing. Uh, the next thing I know, uh, they told me to go to the, get a shopping buggy so we could get Yoda down and I could wheel him away. I helped get Yoda down and the woman reached inside the box just to see whose name would have picked and it was mine. Huh. Nice. nice. You, you probably were the only entry into the box. So I took old Yoda and found out uh, how difficult it was to get one of those... Uh, things in a Camaro. <laughs> yeah, they say Yoda and a Camaro is difficult. He never made it to the house uh, since my daughter was terrified of him. So he stayed up in the garage, wrapped up in the garage, and he's actually uh, actually way much larger than Yoda should be. That's nice. You know, you go kid in the garage, like terrified of Yoda, and stumbles upon Yoda. The ironic thing about this entire story was that eight years later, I ended up working as an art director for the company that made all these life-size Star Wars characters. <laughs> and we got a little uh, link on our page to that. Not being an avid reader, excluding comics, the book that sticks in my mind the most is the time-traveling novel James P. Hogan's The Proteus Operation. My God, that sounds like a sci-fi book. I'm a sucker <laughs> for time travel stories, and I've read this one twice. I also like biographies very much, and having worked in a comic store, a sci-fi bookstore, you'd think I've read more books, but it was usually comics. Same with me. Do you have a favorite sci-fi book? No. Very good. Uh, back to people who have... Uh, computer word tennis shoes the novelization <laughs> novelization oh by ellen dean foster that was something whenever the scholastic thing came yeah. into town you know it'd be like uh, people would always want the uh, novelizations of the movies they liked really for the for the photos in the middle yeah mm -hmm. yeah not me uh our friend louise writes my favorite sci-fi novel is dune from 1965 i like the collected work of other sci-fi authors but for me no other single book tops it in terms of universe building and epic sweep 
it predates <laughs> Star Trek 2001 A Space Odyssey, Star Wars, and Avatar, and you can see its influence on them. It has now typical sci-fi elements like interstellar travel, weird technology, preternatural mental abilities, genetic manipulation, and monstrous life forms. It's an allegory for real-world issues like politics, religion, economics, and resource exploita- exploitation, and yet none of that bogs down a story full of action and intrigue. The other Dune novels get weaker as the series goes along, but the first one holds up, even after five decades. I have a pet peeve, though, about the film and the TV adaptations of Dune when they cast actors in their 20s to play Paul Atreides. Would yeah, you say Atreides? Sure. Very good. Uh, when will a producer finally have the guts to <laughs> cast a 15-year-old in this part? Yeah, producers, get some guts. The character's uh, rise to power against all odds at such a young age is an important part of the story. Hmm, and finally on our page, I think Nina might be going to sleep. Oh, I'm worried about Nina. Too much beer. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Too much beer make Nina something something. Uh, uh, Matthew Sandborg Smith writes: My favorite science fiction novel is Neuromancer by William Gibson. With a Dune, with Dune a close second, Neuromancer isn't merely a cyberpunk ideal of high tech with low lives. It's a heist novel with lots of brilliant set pieces. But it's the poetry of Gibson's high definition style that makes it rise above the rest. One of the few books I can read over and over again. There we are. Huh, Do not, we have any, not read any uh, emails? I don't have a way to read them. Then so. the hell with that. Uh, Dave's <laughs> phone is down. Yeah, my phone. So our battery third died. question is: Do you have a spare phone you can send? Dave? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what happened to your phone? Uh, the battery kicked the bucket. I don't know what happened. I, I actually just replaced it a little while ago because the original battery was uh, draining really quickly, and I thought, well, maybe I'll just replace it. So I, you know, I send away for a new battery and then they send it and you know like new phones like my old phone i could just like click snap the back off of it and replace the battery quite easily yeah but now you have to like take a hairdryer or whatever and like work it around it and then melt the glue a little bit and then pry it open you i did all that it harder for you so you have to take it into the store oh is that what it is oh jerks. that's what i think <laughs> jerks so anyway i did all that and i you know i unscrewed the 11 tiny little phillip head screws and then i took apart the antenna and everything and I got the battery out and put a new battery in and put it all back together and it was working okay for a while then it started like just started crapping out and I thought oh I guess I did it wrong <laughs> but uh, I think I just got a lemon battery because it just finally died entirely and so uh, but I'm too cheap to get a new phone and I'm, my plan is not finished yet so I sent away for a battery and I'm going to get a new battery and I'm going to fix it all right very good again again understood and right now my phone is at home in pieces but you know what's weird like people go, oh, you should get rid of your phone. You know, it's all the social me- media and stuff like that. But really, like, it's not that that I miss. It's being able to connect quickly with people. Like the last couple of days, I guess today was Eve's birthday. Happy We're, birthday, Eve! Yes, she's twenty-two. And I was, um, you know, so it, it would have been nice people to like connect with people to make sure everything was going. You know, like where everyone was. You know, so you just spend the day. You're kind of like, oh, I hope everyone's going to be there. When I get home, so we can go out for dinner together as a family. I don't know what's happening. And then I've got something going on with listening party. I'm trying to coordinate with someone else. Well, I can't because I don't have a phone to write to that person or, or you know, and keep in contact. And so I would like, we were going out for dinner last night. So I was getting my wife, Lisa, to write to him, <laughs> to my friend and say, well, tell him blah, blah, blah. And then do this, you know. And so it's just awkward. Like, you know, it's just amazing, like how much that integrates into your life to have like yeah. a little thing in your pocket no, that f- phones are necessary these days yeah i yeah, think absolutely. so yeah like i think the idea of like i remember a friend of lisa this was about five years ago decided she was gonna get rid of her smartphone and she just put a flip phone and i was like oh you're gonna regret it so much because it just 
it's gonna be so hard to do things because even if you you know try to disconnect from your phone everyone yeah. else is still using their phone exactly they're gonna be like hey where yeah. you go yeah exactly <laughs> they're trying to contact you exactly and people yeah and people are gonna write you a letter because you got rid of your phone <laughs> like <laughs> they're just not gonna they're not gonna contact also, you I, I hate it when a cafe has doesn't have wi-fi they're like just pretend it's 1995 talk to each other it's like well <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's not 1985 though. Yeah, reason, yeah that led to 9/11. We've had the other thing; it'll be fine, right? I don't know. Am I, don't I right? Know. It's a weird theory. So yeah, I think. It's well, a... I'm sorry. Did 1995 not lead lead to 2001? Yes. A space okay. Odyssey. Yeah, did both and everything. Nina's, Nina's, <laughs> the monolith uh, looks like a giant smartphone. If you think about it, it really does. It You're does look wrong. like a giant smartphone. You're so, right. So so uh, it's pl- it's plug time. What what do you what do you got to plug? What's going on? What do you on, want to tell the nice people about? I'm still a worker fan gamer, making video game merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, we we just had our Black Friday sales. Okay. And we released a whole bunch of new stuff. So you I seem got... to be doing a lot of pins for them. Well, oh, yeah. Is... I've been doing a lot of metal pins. This yeah, is coming close. out the day after official Black Friday. Will will sales oh, yeah. still be on? Uh, yeah, it's it's on until December second. Oh, great! Actually. Okay, yeah, so. Black Friday doesn't have any meaning anymore. No, nope. <laughs> it just happens for nope. weeks. It's like Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boxing week, Boxing Month. Yeah, it, it's not just Friday. Boxing Helena. Oh yeah, remember that movie? Yeah, I should do. Yeah. Very controversial. Remember when Kim Basinger stepped out and she got sued? No. Yeah. Anyway, we're directed by uh, David Lynch's daughter. And there we go. Back Dune to, connection. <laughs> back to Nina. All right. So I got uh, new merchandise for Undertale, uh, Hollow Knight, Monster Hunter, and Metal Gear Solid. Cool. So when you do those, uh, do you play the game first, or do you just kind of get the gist? Uh, a lot of times, I do try to play the game first because um, I would like to be somewhat familiar with it. Usually, if I'm if I'm playing the game for the purpose of making merchandise, I'll play for like an hour or two. I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> so I figure most people, you know, most people um, these days are busy; they don't always have time to play the game. So I figure if I base things on based on uh, the first two hours of the game, yeah, or uh, promotional stuff, that's uh, a surefire way to uh, make stuff. Yeah, yeah. that will connect to people. Yeah, um, I, I think. It's it's good and bad to know the game very well when making merchandise for it. If you know it too well, you might go too obscure and try to be too a little too yeah. clever with it to the point where you start alienating a lot of people who didn't get to that point or they don't uh, know the fandom that well or they, they didn't see this thing in the game. So I think it's better to just go with like at surface level. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and your your work for them is just a uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And I'm also working on. I don't even like video well, games. I was, <laughs> well, then you don't have to buy anything from, I make for Fang Gamer. Then Dave. they're not. I just video, said it's beautiful. They're work. not video games. What she's doing? They're no, no. It's merchant. I mean, yeah. but it's really, really nice. That's what I think. I try to make stuff that even the compliment. Who, even people who don't know the game would still yes. think is cool looking. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, I think that that's good too. If I'm not familiar with the game, it's like, well, I want to make something where even if I don't know the game, yeah. I still think it's cool enough to wear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> sure. Sure, took it the wrong way. And, and I was gonna... Wow, what an artist. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, I'm also, I, I was going to say I'm working on Sparks, but I guess right now I'm not because I'm in You're between Sparks. You're in between Sparks. Sparks. That's right. Because mm-hmm. I'm doing a rewrite on uh, the third script right now. Yeah. Dave's doing And I'm the... coloring your fantastic work that you've already done. You're coloring yeah. the second book. Mm-hmm. Nina's wrapped up the, the art on the second book, which, yeah. as we said, yeah, is amazing looking. So mm-hmm. that's coming out August 4th, uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, you know, we with hope. Uh, all hopes and wishes, you yeah. know, it's that's when it's supposed to. Oh, the colors are looking great, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Hooray! Nina, had, Nina had 
I've, I think I sent you like 40 pages in this little while because my internet was down at home as well. I oh, really? I was trying to send things and it would, it's been cutting out, like cutting in and out. So it's on for a while, then it's off and on mm. and off. And they're big files too. Yeah. So, so that would be uploading and uploading is very slow and it'd be uploading and then it would turn off. And I'd be like, what? What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, so I finally was able to send a bunch to you. So it's yeah, nice that all, all those pages you had one note for me. Ah, oh, that's very nice. A single note. Oh, that <laughs> note was do it again. That's right. Start over. <laughs> Start over. No it was good. no good. Uh, all right. So uh, so people can go to – is it fangamer.com? For yeah, go to fangamer.com, go to collections, and sort by artist, and go to Space Coyote, and you can see my stuff. Excellent. Or just go to spacecoyote.com. has links to everything I do. Or just go to my Twitter, Space Coyote. That's Space Coyote with an L at the end instead of an E because uh, I couldn't secure Space Coyote. Actually, Twitter says they're going to start deleting inactive accounts yes. soon, so I'm going to keep an, my eye on the guy who has Space Coyote who made like 10 tweets. <laughs> and the last tweet he made was like 11... Uh, yeah. It was in 2011, oh, okay. and it was a spam tweet. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Okay, yeah, so, get it. That'd be I'm, good. That'd and be good. for those of you that. who are out there who don't post anything, but just like have a Twitter account so you can read Twitter accounts, heads up, start posting stuff, because otherwise it might just go poof. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you want to keep that username. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, as we've mentioned before, uh, all three of us have appeared on past episodes of Talking Simpsons. So yes. if you want to listen to, but us, mine is the latest. That's mm-hmm. absolutely correct. And Dave, to access. And Dave <laughs> is also on, uh, as I mentioned, the uh, Dirty Harry Minute. That's right. Yours is still up there. Mine, Fear of Science, uh, okay. the episode about radiation. Cool. Uh, I'm on. I'm on that as well. And we've got other. Uh, Sneaky Dragon podcasts going on. We've got the fan uh, fan splainers. We have our newest fan splainers dropped this week. Okay, and the movie was the movie was Mother Motherless Brooklyn. There you are. Hard to say. It is very. It is. We had trouble saying it on the show as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, I also recently guested on the Dirty Old Ladies podcast. Oh. Uh, talking about what it's like to be a comic artist in Canada. Because oh. all the three hosts are living in, in the states, and I they see. Wanted to ask what it was like as a Canadian. And you're like for comics. I'll tell you what's so great, guys. Healthcare. I did talk about that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm gonna. I'm also gonna guest on uh, Trade Waiters soon. Cool. Oh, nice. So, that's yeah. Cool. That's, uh, that's a Jeff friend. Uh, Kath- well, she's not. Kathleen on Grass is no longer on it. Kathleen oh, okay. Gr- uh, Grass was on past episodes of Trade Waiters, uh, but it's a fun. Uh, it's definitely fun. Jeff Jeff Ellis, yeah, uh, is also friend, friend of the of former show. friend of the mm-hmm. show. Uh, is uh, is is on there? So give that a listen. So is is your episode of uh, Dirty Old Ladies? Dirty Old Ladies is that out yet? It's out. Yeah, very good. Oh, I'm gonna it give just it, came I'm gonna out. Give it a listen. And the one more one podcast to again. plug because you know we've given you so much to listen to. Sure, Dave's got a podcast called Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. What is it? What Explain is it? Explain yourself. Well, I thought I explained it so well last week. That well, the hell with it then. Way. Wrap it up then. Uh, <laughs> but yes. I'm making corrections on Nina's Wikipedia page right now. We are. Oh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> we are. It seemed to be oh, no. notable works doesn't have sparks involved. Let me just get that. Oh, okay. oh no. Be my guest and change that. Yeah, I'll try. I don't uh, touch my own article because it's no, you're not against to. the rules. Yeah, yeah they yeah. say don't touch yourself uh, oh, on, uh, on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. That's what Everywhere else it's fine. So, <laughs> everyone. Oh, yeah. Listening party. It's been coming out <laughs> soon. It's a show I do with my daughter, Mary, my wonderful daughter, Mary, and I. We have a lot of fun together. Apparently, last week's show, she walked out at the beginning of the show and she walked out at the end in a, in a huff. So, it was good. If I can get my daughter to leave in a huff, that's great. If I can get her to leave in a minute and a huff, it's even there better. There you go. Woo! Marx Brothers! There's a Marx Brothers reference. Wrap the show up. Everyone, thank you for listening to the show this week. And Nina, thank you for dropping by. Happy birthday once again. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy again. We're always happy to have you on for your semi-annual birthday. Because I know you have two birthdays a year. I'm wrong? All artists do. <laughs> All artists do. Uh, <laughs> it's, sure. It's very creative. <laughs> 
Everyone, if you want to contact Sneaky Dragon, these are the ways you can do it. You can go to our website. It's called SneakyDragon.com. You will find our show there. You will find a comment section underneath each show. And you may leave your suggestions, ideas, comments, advice, and other things there for us to peruse and enjoy. You can contact us privately via email at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. That's very wonderful. And next week, I will read any emails that we got this week uh, because I couldn't do it this week because my phone is a dead corpse. And just like the guy with the computer inside him. And then... Uh, we are on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. We are on Twitter at Sneaky underscore Dragon. We keep that active. It will never go away. And you may... <laughs> Ian is very frustrated by the fact that he cannot edit this Wikipedia page. And there we go, everyone. That is the show. So uh, shall we all say a collective goodbye? One, two, three, four... Hello! Five, goodbye. Six, happy seven... Happy Thanksgiving. Eight, nine, ten. It's Thanksgiving goodbye. Day. Thanksgiving. Yay. U.S. Thanksgiving. The fake one.